Greetings and welcome to episode 286 of the Words About Games podcast, the weekly news and culture discussion podcast for Words About Games. I am your host, Amy K. Alexander, and I am joined this week as most weeks by Daffod Moody, the best in the world, apparently. Enough talk. It's time for the final main event of 2021. It's Monday, you know what that means. That means. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also joined, we're both also joined, by, I want want to try and incorporate Jeff Bezos' dick rocket into that, but I couldn't think of a way to do it. (laughs) It's Joe Medforce. Hello, Joe. Welcome back. Hello, Amy. Hello, Daffod. Thank you so much for having me back after the hot mess that I was on the last time I was here. If it, it, it could be weeks ago, it could be months ago, it could have been just yesterday, but it's a pleasure to be back and I'm ready to say words about games. The thing is, you say a hot mess, but we just say a typical Monday podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, to be fair, yeah. You know what that means. A... <laughs> <laughs> That's our Definitely. Brand. That's Definitely. just who we are as people. Hot, yes. very hot, one might say. Ooh, yeah. But very some messy. say the best in the world. Some say, some say the best in the world. I'm wearing a wholesome direct t-shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wearing um, a, a t-shirt which is definitely not um, purchased from everyone's favorite. You want a custom t-shirt? Redbubble will probably do it for you. Um, I, it says "Goddamn Superhero," which you is, are a goddamn uh, superhero. As far yeah, as I'm I got because I couldn't read that very well. I was, like, I was, it, saying, I was I wondering what it said as well. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I super. <laughs> yeah, shout out to um, one of my games of the year, and I know we've probably covered this in past couple of episodes. I say we, I wasn't here. Um, no more heroes three, which. Um, Open had one of the most bizarre, like you know, I can't. I think it was either at TGS or a Nintendo Direct, like a fight, nearly like three minute, like anime opening story of like an ET style like alien leaving the planet and then comes back and he's an absolute asshole and he's like, you know, we your heroes are popular right now. I'm a goddamn superhero. And then Travis touchdown blazes into frame, ready to take down alien assassin people and it's it's a it's a game as weird as the last episode of this i was on and it deserves more love despite the fact it's a pretty janky mess you know no more hero 3 nintendo switch tell your friends <laughs> yeah you know, no, tell your friends tell everybody <laughs> tell everyone what they say speaking mm. speaking of wearing <laughs> things maybe a while ago mm. we were talking about reviewing games Mm. I don't I don't remember the exact discussion. All I remember is we were talking about how I always reviewed more games than you on a weekly basis. I always had more games to talk about than you did. And I said, foolishly perhaps, if you ever review more games than me in a week, I will wear the cat ears on a podcast. And uh, two weeks ago... <laughs> I completely forgot about this. You reviewed three <laughs> games to my one. <laughs> the videos are still coming out. YouTube.com slash words about games UK. Forgot about this. And I am like, a woman of my word. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so good. And make sure, if you haven't done so already, 
when you see these reviews on uh, youtube.com slash wordsaboutgamesuk, yeah? Correct. Like, share, and subscribe. Hell yeah. Smash that like button and comment about what you thought about them, their reviews that they're doing. Because they're um, amazing. Got some bangers coming out. Bangers. 50 Have plus be. minute Halo Infinite review just dropped. <laughs> Ooh, I still haven't played the campaign. I haven't made time for it, but I really want to. Oh, I, I haven't already. Oh. But I still, I still was there for a 50 minute fucking review of her. Yeah. <laughs> As, oh my god! No, the, oh, the multiplayer in Halo as well, like so freaking good. Aye, once I get started, no one can stop me. <laughs> That's true. Then she followed it up with a, like a forty odd minute of Lost Judgment review as well. That you, uh. that was partially you. You talked a lot during that one. Was it just Don't me? Was it just me? <laughs> you talked as well, and then we reviewed. You want that? You, you you want that content while you're trying to avoid your family if you do or don't get to see them at Christmas. YouTube.com slash words about games UK. <laughs> That's how I'll be spending my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Not watching oh, my own God. content, avoiding my avoiding my family with video games. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is fun. I like this. I'm sure I had other things to talk about in the intro, but I can't I can't remember what they are. So Joe, where, where can people find you? Everybody knows where uh, they can yes. find me Moody, but where can they find you? So you can find me on twitch.tv slash joemedforce, bringing you ridiculous positive passion every week. It's a part-time stream working towards a full-time dream, and if you want to help that come the fudge true, then you just need to pop into chat sometimes, say hey if you can. If not, you hit that follow button. doesn't cost you a thing to do that on Twitch, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at joemedforce. I... And youtube.com slash joemedforce as well, if you prefer where the YouTube, where you find words about games UK. Um, hit that subscribe button. Um, I will be putting out at some point after I hopefully get to see it again this week. Um, every thought I could possibly have about Spider-Man No Way Home, because as much as I love video games, I also love me some freaking Spider-Man. And my minifigures are right here to prove it. You know, they're, yeah. they're, these are not these are not spoilers. Um, but I do have. Oh, you got that Iron Spider Funko? Yes. Um, and yeah, just we we love to play. We're going to be playing a you know community games uh, as always uh, on Twitch. You can jump in for some Mario Kart. Oftentimes, Fall Guys. Um, just a ton of stuff. If you love Nintendo, you'll like my nonsense. Um, because I'm a huge Nintendo boy. Um, uh, sometimes I dress up as Waluigi because he's that. the freaking awesome. best. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And um, yeah, we'd love to have you come be a part of it wherever you like to um, engage with things on the interwebs. When uh, <clears throat> the first time he came on the podcast, before the first time he came on the podcast, when Moody was like, hey, I know this guy, Joe Medfoss, we could probably get him on the podcast. He went, here's a picture of him. And it was a picture of you dressed up as Waluigi for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, <laughs> get this man on the podcast. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. Halloween was <laughs> Halloween is one of my highlights from this year. Seriously, being being vampire Waluigi from Mario Kart Tour. Yes, they put vampire Waluigi in the Mario Kart mobile game and I dressed up as him. That's the top <laughs> hat back there from it. Um, and uh, we, we, we sang ABBA, um, lay all your love on me, except oh. it's lay all your blood on me because Brian David but I'm sure we covered a lot right, of this yeah, last time. But but killing the game as always. So um yeah, it's 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 always a fun time, and it's it, my 
it's a, it's the end of the week, you know, and the beginning of the new one. So my energy is not where it usually is, but I know that with the news that we're going to tackle today is going to come back out. We're going to get it. It's going to go. I love Brian David Gilbert. I watched his entire Unravel series oh. like two weeks ago. <laughs> Wait, had you not watched it? You hadn't seen it when the, it came out. I'd seen the Halo books one and that was it. Oh my now god. Wall- Waluigi <laughs> Unraveled is like the Rosetta Stone for me and 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 everything his full poker rap that he did. Like yeah, he's and his the stuff the the strange stuff he, since he left Polygon Polygon that he's putting out on his own YouTube channel. He's just doing whatever the f- he wants. He's fantastic. Po- Pokemon he's Pokemon Edibility Unraveled was mm. Yeah, the final episode. There's something. I love that. Yes. No, um, we stand. We stand. We do. But anyway, I've got some notes on he- on this laptop. I should probably read them, right? <laughs> there I, you go I, for I it. probably wrote them for our reasons. So the you podcast is taking Last it. Last episode two- of 2021. Do whatever you want. Do whatever I want. Uh, see you later. Uh, I can't be honest with this shit. Can't you, fellow? I was doing a bit. Oh, didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work. I mean, they were very cheap. I bought on Amazon for like three quid. Uh, the podcast is taking a two-week break after this for Christmas and New Year. So we'll be back on January 10th at uh, the first few episodes of 2022. That still feels weird to say. Uh, we'll be we'll be special episodes. Sorry, I'm like trying to like be cool and, and nonchalant. I'm just and and I'm just gonna read it. Uh, we'll be special yeah. episodes. Like most anticipated games of 2022, there may be some special guests involved. Who knows? We'll see what we can sort out. Not looking down for any reason right now. Might be some special guests involved. I hope this looks right on Discord. (laughs) 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 And culminating in our 2021 Game of the Year podcast, which we're doing towards the end of January because... We want time to play all the games that we want to play. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's a great shout. Yeah, I'm going to need January to yep. probably play Halo Infinite and play, you know, like uh, any of these games that I need to catch up on. There's far too many. Yes. Yeah. I haven't too played Metroid yet, so I need to fix that. It, it, that's that's a that's a fix it's that needs to happen. I there somewhere. Twitter decided. Oh. Twitter decided that I I was playing Moon Bay. So I've been playing Moon Bay for the last couple of days. Yeah, Metroid is a oh. I sent, mm. I sent Moody a piece of a game. I sent Moody a picture of the doc I've got of like the list of games that I want to try and play before, like before we do Game of the Year, and it literally is titled "Narrow This List Down" or Moody will kill me for trying to review too many games in January. <laughs> you mine as well. And it was it's the same fucking length. length. <laughs> and I was like, wait, hold on. Are we going to have to do like 10 reviews a week for the first few weeks of January? <laughs> where, where, whereas, if you have me on any of these episodes around that sort of time or whatever, you're just going to be like, Joe, you played, oh, you played five games. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations well thankfully half the ones are like well i thought it's not even half i said most of the ones are mine uh games that amy zip played so you can already see those reviews ladies and gentlemen on the words about games that you can that you care on youtube so and which i'm trying to cross over with mooney's list as much as possible because i feel like if he has things to say about these games that he won't get as angry with me <laughs> for me coming back going i've played like 12 games moody <laughs> that's good yeah you distract him w- with his own thoughts yeah exactly i'm hoping to keep on top of it a little bit more next year 
I've always said it's fine. There's no pressure. Like, no, it's not that. No, I'm for, for my own sanity. It's more for my own sanity because I'm looking at my list right now. And I'm just like, yeah, I no, that's a lot of games. Yeah. Oh gosh, I can't even. Yeah. No, all all the reviews that are just you going hardly doodly do citizens of the nerdy world, and then me just going blah for like half an hour, and you just going. And I'm just like, well, that's and good. Then but for the final time in 2021, I'm going to do the rest of the rigmarole. You, every Monday at 8 p.m., we sit down to talk about what's going on around the games industry, tell you about what's coming out this, this week, and try to guess review scores in open critic head-to-head. <clears throat> you can get the video podcast on youtube.com slash wordsaboutgamesuk or the audio version on a variety of platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. There's timestamps in the description wherever you get the podcast so you can watch whatever this podcast in whatever order you want, however you want. If you want to hang out with us while we play games, tough because we're on a two-week break, but... When we're not on a TV break, you can head over to twitch.tv slash words about games. There's no schedule for this week because we streamed our last stream of 2021 last night. It was an interesting one. But I, I will, what I will say is that I am at least doing one stream a week. Um, so if you do want to hang out, watch some games, play some games, we're going to be, you know, multiplayering it up. Maybe some Fall Guys, maybe some Fortnite, maybe some Jagbox. Just having fun over the holidays as we all probably settle into lockdown again. Who knows? Um, Twitch.tv slash Joe Medforce. That's a plug right there, baby. That's a plug. I'm here for it. Do all the plugs you want. Thank you. Do it. Absolutely. Do that. You can't hang with us because we're antisocial people and we don't want you around us at Christmas. Hang out with Joe Medforce. And maybe us because we might be there. Who knows? At, at, at some point, we're gonna we're gonna bring we're gonna bring the the audio and the video from Words About Games, the podcast, to a live form on yours. We'll do a cro- it'll be it'll be the greatest crossover of all time. It'll be it'll be a fantastic thing. We're gonna make this work. I don't know how that'll work, but I mean, let's do it. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I, I I'll come play Among Us with you sometime. You oh, come play some, yes. some some Mario Kart or something like. We'll figure it out. <laughs> how how do you feel about Phasmophobia? Oh no, I I you know what? I actually like at the mo- like at this point in time, and I've only played a little bit of both games, and I've not played either of the games since the update. I prefer Phasmophobia to Among Us. Um, and I do like Among Us, and I enjoyed my time with Among Us, but Among Us was... It, it's Weirdly enough, a more stre- I, like, I like being scared in the way stressful. Phasmophobia scares me, but Among Us is like quite a stressful game experience for me. Um, and, I, and I'm not... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm not, I, don't, I don't vibe on it. I think I like those kinds of games, you know, like a, you know, a Mafia or Werewolf or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, you know who's who done it, right? You know, uh, I like that in person more than I think I do virtually because you end up siloed a bit depending on how you play the game. But you know what? Either way, well, we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's sold. Me, you, Moody, Phasmophobia. We've got like ten people who play. We'll see. We'll be able to grab someone else. Phasmo. You've not lived until you've seen until you've heard over the radio. We need to get the picture of the ghost, and then Moody just goes. <laughs> <laughs> and then start singing his songs he sings <laughs> oh oh we can we can sing together moody it's gonna be beautiful 
<laughs> I know one of them off by heart, Joe. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember bloody what I said, and yet she knows it all. One of his, one of his nonsense phasmophobia songs is stuck in my head, and I, I know all, all the words. I sing it to him sometime. Check it out. Yes. <laughs> Go, go to. <laughs> go oh, check out highlights videos. <laughs> the I last one so for 2021 Katie. drops on Christmas Eve, I believe. It does. <gasps> Amazing. It does. I'm working on it now. We've got some banging highlights yes. from, from the last half of November. We've got some bangers. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> but we've got a podcast to do before we can get to that. So let's get into it one last time in 2021 and talk about the news roblox criticized for lack of safeguards for kids stock market like collectibles this is from brendan sinclair over at gamesindustry.biz he writes in august people make games posted a video today to youtube reporting on a number of ways the roblox gaming platform arguably exploits its core user base of children between the age of 9 and 15 the original report drew nearly 900,000 views, and as the outlet's Quinton Smith explained in a follow-up video, a response from Roblox saying people make games should pull the video off YouTube because of, quote, a number of errors, end quote, that it refused to detail. The original report also caused a number of Roblox users to approach people make games to discuss other ways the user-generated gaming platform neglects to care for the children who use it. The outlet took issue with four more aspects of Roblox, starting with a lack of oversight over the people and organizations making games on the platform. The most successful games on the service are made by teams of people. There's little recourse for developers whose managers decide to change the terms of their arrangement or renege on previous deals. One such developer told the outlet he kept quiet about what happened because the platform has a culture against speaking out or people risk being seen as difficult to work with. People make games also not at a lack of recourse for people wronged in such a way, noting that talking about managerial malfeasance on the Roblox development forums falls under the category of harassment. The shift towards games being developed by teams has also resulted in less accountability for abusers. People make games said, going into the case of the developer of one Sonic the Hedgehog fan game who flirted and sexted with a 12-year-old girl. While Roblox eventually deleted the developer's personal account, he had transferred ownership of the game to a separate account representing the development team. As a result, he still appears to be involved in development and profiting off the continued operation of the game, with Roblox considering the matter closed. The last two issues people make games raised are tied together. The first is that the game has a digital collectible marketplace for cosmetic items that were made available for a limited period of time or in limited quantities. Roblox hosts a secondary market where users can buy and sell those items complete with stock market-like graphs showing the item's value over time. Some of those items go for tens of thousands of dollars now and every time they're sold, Roblox takes a 30% cut. When one developer's account was hacked and his collectible items transferred to another account, Roblox support twice refused to help saying he'd sold the items himself. When he tried a third time to contact support, they told him the sale happened more than 30 days before, so they couldn't help him. The game he had made was also pulled down because he used assets legitimately obtained from the Roblox Toolbox asset store, but the person uploading them had stolen them from another user. The final point in the People Make Games report is that because Roblox's cut of sales and its terms for cashing out the ecosystem's virtual currency into actual money are so onerous, it's pushing children towards black market websites where users can arrange to sell collectible items and trade out virtual currency without giving the platform holder a percentage, and fall for malware phishing scams and hidden fees if they aren't careful. Quote, 
Uh, Smith said, quote, The success is alarming because Roblox right now is setting the standard for what society expects in the future of digital labor, of internet child safety, and accountability of big tech. The CEO of Roblox now has a net worth in the billions. The company makes decisions that affect tens of millions of young people. And yet, when we ask them questions where Roblox's own policies appear actively harmful to their young users, we were told that we weren't being objective, while this company refused to even admit the existence of the collectible stock market they created or the underground black market website that they allowed to exist. They didn't say anything to us about this questionable reality of kids working underneath other kids. They told us that we weren't seeing the bigger picture while refusing to even admit the existence of whole parts of this picture, end quote. A Roblox representative had not responded to a request for comment as of press time. Wow. Can I, can I, can I, yeah, can I jump in on this? Jump in on this. I was so pleased and obviously not based on the content of the facts of the story, but I watched both of these people make games videos just this past week. The first one um, uh, titled Investigation, How Roblox is Exploiting Young Game Developers, which posted back in August, completely passed me by. And I'm subscribed to people make games. This is why, um, you know, like you always need to make sure, you know, uh, I'm bad at this. I don't have notifications on for the channels I'm subscribed to. But that's besides the point. We live in a democratized media society right where we can all throw the camera on using your phone you can make a whatever right you can and you can all you can make games roblox was something that is part you know you know came up when long after we would have been into it as kids right and I, earlier on in my streaming career, like, you know, just, a, you know, I, I streamed a lot of Nintendo games, Animal Crossing, like primarily just Nintendo games. So a younger audience was initially attracted um, that I don't really have now. But, you know, people were like, oh, what would it take to play Roblox? Have you heard of Roblox? Do you like Roblox? Roblox is huge. Roblox, Roblox is- I think the, vi- yeah, I think, I think, I think as part of the article said, it's like, it's, it's the biggest game in like America and Europe. Like, it's the biggest game because it's free to play and, you know, kids can make it. And there's so many games and all this sort of stuff. And initially, their front page of their create section of their website said, make anything, reach millions of players, earn serious cash. Which is, it's it's like, it, it, there's, there's a top 200 videos on the Roblox, like, page of, like, discoverability. And what are those? They're the most popular games. It's a and and there is and and the majority just just in a simple not in a dissimilar way to like Twitch and its discoverability is garbage. Like you know, there's people streaming to you know zero viewers. The majority of Twitch streamers are streaming to like zero viewers. And but whereas, okay, Twitch and you know and I'm part of this ecosystem. I'm part of this mechanism. Yep, Jeffrey Bezos takes the fifty percent of my um, pay every month and puts it in his dick rocket. Um, <laughs> I had to squeeze it in some Part two. Um, it happened. Yeah, squeeze Jeffrey Bezos. Take it off when you're being a bingo. Um, you're, um, well, what the cyber episode but, we're going to get. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, shit. But I, I have never played Roblox. I did not know how deep it went. The, the last things I heard about Roblox was like Little Nas X doing an, uh, a concert in there. 21 Pilots. A band I really... And I like Little Nas X as well. Like I realize people and it's like... 
they there's so much money and it's all happened so fast because this game is so popular and the big tech part of this publicly traded company just wants to keep that machine rolling rolling around just like they they dodged questions they didn't answer questions you know there is 1.1 um million views on the first um video that people make games did that was posted in august and their most recent video about it the follow-up video has already crossed over 2.2 million it's like this is uh, and the problem is it's a juggernaut isn't it it's it's this behemoth of greed and disregard for the safety and security of young people they don't give two shits because they're making money hand over hand over hand over fist and it is vile and disgusting and it makes uh, and it makes me very glad that i never even on a whim touched or played roblox because i would not have ever wanted to associate myself with you know even in the past before all this came out because this this has been happening for years literally like the game the game's been around 2006 for, i just checked it up 2006 like this has been building for you know what 15 years yeah 15 years and it's just like and and they're and the idea of uh, and and this attitude of well what what happens on our website yep we can deal with that we can be responsible for that but everything else they're just like you know no it's uh, no. i see nothing i hear nothing yep yep all i hear is the uh the t- the, the the cash register just keeps on <laughs> ringing up yeah it's fine it's fine i mean you know kids are being exploited for profit it's fine like and that's the thing. It, that's the thing that blows my mind. It's like, like we would have an issue with with some of the, with a lot with most of, if not all of this, if we were talking about adults at a game developer, like, and we're talking about primarily kids between nine and fifteen years old. Yep, and 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 those kids are in. Go, please, please, please. I urge you, go watch, go hit that subscribe button for People Make Games. They do incredible journalism and deep dives into so many great issues, not just this, and just make really great videos as well. Um, but you know, they interview um, some off the record, some anonymous for those who they they talk to. <laughs> The the girl mentioned, um, uh, you know, in the, the Sonic, yeah, the yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog fan game thing that happened. They talked to a kid who, you know, uh, a kids who've been dis- literally just deceived by all of this in one way or another, and it's and it and it fosters this culture. Like <clears throat> this is, th- there is no guarantees. Like the successful people we see online doing anything that they're passionate about, music, video games, anything creative. The, those people at the top, those who manage to rise up, it's a lottery. It's not. It's not a. And they took off, and, and it goes to show, like, just how receptive, like, um, Roblox was without even saying anything. If you go onto roblox.com forward slash create, it says make anything and reach millions of players. They took off earn serious cash because it's like the moment someone called them out on it, and that video got nine hundred thousand views at the time of uh, you know them writing it. It was like they were they were just like. Yep, no, but I guess we shouldn't say that anymore. Our top developers are earning over two million a year by providing inexperienced purchases. Like, that's what it said. And it's like, yeah, that's the top developers who have literally got teams of people working under them yep. because they've they they've been the lucky few that have managed to do kids. this. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in in some cases, literally, yeah. Some cases it is more of a legitimate thing and they've actually been able to 
build it. And there are people who are successful on Roblox in a legitimate manner. But a lot of it has been built on actual child labor. Oh, mm. no, no, thank you. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> to be frank. Moody. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, before, just before I ask you to jump in on this, Roblox <clears throat> is the same age as Gears of War. <laughs> I just okay. looked it up. Ooh. Thought it was an interesting little stat for you, Zola. Moody. Moody. Well, yeah, he's cleaning his glasses, which is, I mean, he's 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 look on his face, he's got some center, so. So. The company is complete, absolute garbage and trash, and everyone needs to be basically kicked out as fast as possible, and the whole place needs to be completely rewritten. Redone and rewritten, just like it happens. Just like what we'll be screaming, we've been screaming at Activision and Ubisoft and all the other dickhead companies mm-hmm. out there. We'll continue mm-hmm. to later in this podcast. Yes, <laughs> the thing is, <clears throat> I have to also shout out journalists here as well because not people make games or games industry biz. I mean the other places basically because this. We, oh, like no one knew about the first video for six months. Yeah, even I didn't. And like, oh, like Joe said, I'm subscribed they, to people make games. I've been yeah. following Chris Pratt for years. And 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 this and this means that a hundred percent, even though it got nine hundred thousand views in that time, the fact that it didn't cross a million sooner meant that the YouTube algorithm buried it. Well, yeah. to start out with, in a way, like it, it, it got it, it got there, and it will have been probably the Roblox community and people who are onto Roblox YouTube or whatever. I don't know how it all works, but yeah, it's like we should have heard about this. It should have been reported on at the time. I listen to Kind of Funny Games Daily almost every day, and it's just like, and and to be fair, there's not a lot of crossover with a lot of these, but that's no excuse, right? Roblox is this big in the same way that when we hear about bad labor practices at Epic Games for Fortnite. It needs to it needs to be covered, right, Moody? You're one hundred percent correct. I don't blame content creators or anything like that because at the end of the day, they don't do journalism. I, bl- yeah. I literally blame on the other journalist sites who, yeah, who are there who say they do journalism for yeah, the industry that too. and have clearly completely ignored this. And the people who know about would have who would have probably seen who are journalists who would have seen this video, probably, uh, like they've either ignored it or. They've been try or they've tried to do something and they've been buried at their studio, and then then it, then it's a higher up place. Then the higher ups like the CEOs of the companies and everything mm. like that. And that's just me spitballing there. I'm not not saying anyone has done that or anything like that. But this is the thing: like we're only now talking about it now, and this will be completely forgotten by about by the time we get round to Christmas. Uh, not Christmas uh, by next year. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. People make games. Yeah, people make games that already said in their most recent video, it's like, we're not, we're probably not going to make another video about this, about Roblox, because it's unfortunately clear that it's like, you know, you're, you're shouting into a void, you're, you know, and, and also the amount, the sheer amount of research and hard work, which must have been crushing to do as they dug deeper and found out i mean imagine just... being on on the on the receiving end of like you're doing research for a video about about roblox your second video and then finding out about the 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 12 year old who was being sexted by that so imagine just finding that out like, that's gotta be like and, important and... story to tell but i mean it's gonna uh, do all... some psychic damage uh, and also with a player base and 
uh, an age range and Jesus. an audience and players and creators as vast. Like, it is an absolute ocean of kids. Yeah. Who, who like, I, I, like, the first thing I do when I get a chance to, like, talk, my, 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 my nephew enjoys you know doing his little like micro bit stuff programming you know he likes you know minecraft you know he's you know not necessarily a, a wannabe game developer but he likes that more creative side of things if if ever i get if my, if my aunt my, my my brother or my sister-in-law ask me about roblox and if it's good for kids now i know i know the answer you know it's the like answer, no yeah. don't t- don't touch it with a bloody barge pole no matter how many of his mates are playing it no matter how you know he's he he's he's 11 you know what i mean and they talk to an 11 year old about you know the 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 amount of the the work you know like the overworking that he was putting in like he was and it's a site it's i i had trouble with that with creative pursuits you know like overworking myself because it was my passion because i loved it um when when i was 25 and it fucked me for a good couple years like and that was not anything to do with anything like this but putting that planting those seeds the idea of just oh if you just work hard enough for nothing for nothing literally like yeah you're making something you might be pleased and proud of that but like you're putting every hour that you have because kids have a lot of free time you know outside of school or whatever but you might neglect your schoolwork. you might like it's just it's fucked it's so messed up if you're making that money right yeah because yeah yeah yeah, that's that's yeah that's yeah that yeah that's all you're actually doing is like really unfortunately the chances of anything that you do actually taking off and benefiting you in the short or long term is so minuscule all you're doing is folding you know folding do you know what's great about gaming news websites um they all use tags for their uh for their for their news stories so you can easily find news stories about specific yeah topics right so like everyone's got a roblox tag on their websites um moody spot on like no one's talking about this like <laughs> i'm going on the i'm going on the big websites and i'm scrolling through latest stories roblox it's a whole thing um no one talked about this in august very few people are talking about it now um one website which i'm not gonna name uh five days ago uh roblox promo codes for free items in december <laughs> uh, because they will have been paid for that of course so take that for what you will no no it's it's and, and this is the thing i i come at it with fire and and passion and anger and verve um after watching the video i was like i'm mad as hell and i'm not gonna take it anymore but once you settle in with it it's like oh man this just brings you fucking down like it really does and 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 but please 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 if you are listening to this if you're watching this um do what you can to share these videos with anyone because this is this will not be isolated. These incidents that you talk about are one of so many stories that are not being told because there's a culture against speaking out in the Roblox community. 
yeah, just like there yeah, is in it's, so it's right much. Just, just like there is in the entire game industry. Like, Roblox is the games industry of microcosm, except it's yeah. about kids instead of adults. Yeah, exactly. And um, and kids and ki- and kids do not, um, kid. They, you need to you need to make sure we're taking care of the the kids who could who could genuinely go on to make things. You know, they you know make make incredible things in the future. Um, you don't want them uh, them them being literally abused before 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 they can. You know this, and then the worst or one of the. Uh, one of the worst things about this is that Roblox is actually a great tool overall. It's a really, but it's just it's mired in so much, so much mess and so much money and and so and and such a reckless um, attitude towards those who have made it what it is, who have made it as popular as it is. Video games, am I right? Yeah. Does anyone have anything to add? Fuck roadblocks. Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Do. Do better by those who who are who just just do better. Roadblocks, please do better. Actually, make improvements. Make things safe. Shut down the black market websites. So you know, shut down the internal Roblox stock market. Stop. Stop letting this happen literally on your platform like we even not even touched on it there's literally a black market in roblox like uh, you know uh, useless it, it's it's pre, it's like pre nfts speaking of <laughs> well you say speaking of nfts and i was going to use the segue speaking of companies that can go fuck themselves ubisoft <laughs> to go ahead with nfts dismisses concerns from workers and fans this is from Rhiannon and bevan over at the gamer <laughs> he writes Ubisoft acknowledges that its recent NFT announcement was unpopular, but plans to move ahead with them anyway. This is according to an internal Q&A in which staff expressed their own concerns about implementing NFTs into Ghost Recon Breakpoint, only to be dismissed by management. CEO Yves Gilmour is said to have held the Q&A this week following the overwhelmingly negative response to Quartz, a platform that will release NFTs into Ubisoft games. This is pretty much just a fancy way of releasing new cosmetic microtransactions, but significantly more expensive since they're artificially limited. Excuse me. Workers at Ubisoft hit back against the plans, considering the damage it is already doing to Ghost Recon's reputation. Staff noted that Ghost Recon player dissatisfaction has already increased since the announcement, and yet it isn't just the backlash that worries developers. Speaking to Kotaku, anonymous employees revealed that there are fears that implementing NFTs will result in more crunch, especially considering the current use of microtransactions already leads to resources being spread thin. One source who attended the Q&A revealed what the mood is among the workers. Quote, I'm here to make games and promote fun and entertainment, and I don't see how this is going in that direction. It's just another way to milk money. End quote. Yves Gilmore was unconvinced by these arguments. Sources say that Gilmore insists... Ghost Recon's NFTs are, quote, just the beginning, end quote. He compared the negative reception from fans to that of typical microtransactions and even DLC. The comparison seems to indicate that management believes NFTs will be accepted over time. The meeting appears to be a knee-jerk reaction, as staff say it was not scheduled. While Gilmore was eager to indicate that the response was expected, it might be the case that he didn't expect that sentiment from within the company itself. Indeed, staff have been vocal about their apprehensions. Earlier this week, they already began speaking out in the media, saying they do not see the benefit of NSTs, NFTs in their games, especially when weighed up against the pushback. And there was a second story from Ed Nightingale over at Eurogamer. 
and I just dropped it in. So I'm going to keep reading. A French trade union representing Ubisoft Paris staff members has heavily criticized the company's move into blockchain gaming. In a statement on Twitter, trade union Solidaire Informatique called blockchain, quote, a useless, costly, ecologically mortifying tech, end quote. <laughs> well said, well said. Uh, they went on to say in a statement, quote, Ubisoft has recently entered the blockchain and non-fungible tokens market. A decision that has been widely criticized by our players, bringing no improvements or benefits to our games. Many of us in the company feel the same way and say that blockchain is harmful, worthless, and without future. You like dividends, subprimes, financial derivatives, crises, speculation, fast trading, money laundering, etc.? This is the assured and unspoken promise of NFT. We are far from the enjoyment of video games, end quote. So far, the technology has been used as, quote, a simple shop between players, end quote, and blockchain's innovation, quote, is to do the same, but inefficiently using energy, end quote. Well, I think this has made the decision for you and me, Amy, to, when E3 comes around, I think we should react to Ubisoft and mock oh. the living shit out of it all through the entire hour and a half of that presentation and just laugh. I think that's what we should do. Ubisoft, at the end of the day, I still don't really understand the NFTs because it's very hard to really explain it very hard, what I'm noticing. But either way, either way, all I know is that they suck, they hurt the environment, and they're going to burn us all even faster. I don't want to burn. I would like to die of natural causes please <laughs> not in an apocalypse <laughs> yeah not in a not in an apocalypse please but either way like this is just uh this just proves even more like to, to the to the staff and i'll stand by it's like saying guys like if you can find your way out get your way out of there as fast as you can because he doesn't care they don't care they want to make money and that's all they're going for. I th I am a firm believer that you can do both at the same time without corrupting the whole industry and not corrupting, lying and betraying your own player base and doing it as and where you can make a an amazing game and also earn money. I am a big, I do have true faith in that. But when you see companies like this and other companies doing it as well, it's just like really brings you down. And it's just like, good God. I've got into I've got into the gaming industry way too late. I should have got in earlier. Well, no, I mean to that point, Moody. I think actually now is a better time to get into the gaming industry. If you got into the gaming industry 10, 15 years ago, all of this, all of the stuff that we've talked about over the past 18, 24 months was happening, but it was happening in the dark. Nobody knew about it because nobody was talking about it. Now, your eyes are open. You know about it. So you know what to look for and what to avoid. So I'd actually say that's probably a better time to try and get in the industry. I I I'm inclined to agree because at least in some in some cases, like such as NFTs, blockchain, etc., companies are real happy to fucking shout about it. They can't wait to unveil. You know, the Disney NFT, the bloody, you know, like, oh, my God, you're going to be able to get Mr. Ghost Recon. Like, I, I will say, I really feel for anyone who, like, actually, uh, you know, I've I've not 
played anything resembling a Ghost Recon game in a long time. It's not really my bag. That doesn't matter. But like, I feel for anyone who's into this game, like it was, it, isn't it? I think it's it's interesting because live service games or um, you know ongoing games, games as a service, as you know, like I don't like those terms. But this is a you service. know. It, yeah exactly right um but i'm still like you know that they, they you know i don't tend to think of those terms surrounding a lot of the ongoing games that i play yeah that fortnite is not the greatest right you know epic games but i think that at least you know where's you know have we have we heard about the Fortnite NFTs? Is this is this the thing that's happening? It's like no, you know, and yes, they're making more money than most companies like Ubisoft will ever dream of making, especially now. But it's like it, it, I I just think that there's a reason the player base is unhappy. Listen to the bloody player base. These are the people who actually want to keep playing your game, whatever it is. If they, if, they, if, if, there's pe- if there's people still playing Ghost Recon Breakpoint out there, let them play it and don't bring this shit in there. Like, you know, clearly there's there's reasons for their, their dissatisfaction. And I absolutely, that statement from um, the the uh, trade yeah. union, so, so, yeah, Solidaire Informatique. Nice French you accent. Like di- I, I, I do all right. Um you like dividends, subprimes, financial derivatives? Like, I just, you know, hey, if you haven't watched The Big Short, watch The Big Short just so you know how this story ends yeah. and it can end in the 2008 financial I mean, crash. Well, it could. Maybe. But let's all be clear here. Ubisoft aren't putting this in their games. Kickstarter isn't doing this. All of these companies that are doing blockchain bollocks and NFT shit aren't doing this to enrich their users or their player base. They're doing it to make themselves rich. Yep. You're not going to get rich off of this. Sorry, it's not going to happen. The, 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 bubble, the bubble will just continue to grow until it bursts. I want just, my games yeah. to be designed so that I can have fun while playing them. Not as something I can play to earn money. Like it's a fucking like it's fucking like it's fucking trading on the fucking stock. I don't do that either. I don't trade on the fucking stock market. It's bollocks. Uh, like uh, no, uh, 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 and if P if that's if that's where you get your kicks, great. But it's like yeah, video, it's not video games. games. Yeah, you know, we are far from the enjoyment of video games. I think we really are. Like, I'm not seeing. I, I mean, and maybe I'm. I know, not maybe. I do live in a little Twitter, nice little Twitter bubble where stuff like this rarely penetrates. Well, People aren't really talking about this on my end of the spectrum, but it's just like I'm not seeing anyone just sort of like yay NFTs. Like there are there are no. some people who have more money than sense, and fair enough. But it's just uh, the it's. It, it's like that old kind of like, you know, hey, at least when you, you know, bought a, a spot of land on the moon or when you purchased, you put your name to a star, you got a fucking piece of paper saying you did it. <laughs> this You're not even getting it's that. Not, the moment... I heard someone describe an NFT as a really expensive receipt. Um, but like, so I, I don't live in a Twitter bubble. So I do see this stuff yeah. get talked about from time to time. And like over the past few days, especially my Twitter timeline has been lighting up with artists who are having their art stolen and resold by other people as NFTs. 
And one of the core arguments of the of the NFT bros, the crypto bros, is that it's going to help artists make tons of money. Well, all our art's getting stolen and being sold by other people. So I, you tell me how that helps them. Uh, at, le- at least, at least if I like, you know, and I and I do this because I make content on the internet. On occasion, I might like, you know, take a piece like a piece of art and like, you know, but I do my best to like if I'm putting it in a YouTube video. Put it in the description. Yeah. Where do, what, what deviant art profile did I get this from? Yeah, I'm not like, oh, hey, want to want to want to buy this image of Waluigi in a Santa hat from me? Like, yeah, <laughs> like so. A few years ago, I did a I did a Christmas video. Uh, a few years ago on 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 this YouTube channel, where I was like, "Hey, Merry Christmas! We're off for a break. You know, we're gonna make some changes, and here are all the changes, but mostly Merry Christmas." And I used a thumbnail, which was like this cool like Christmas image of like all a bunch of different video game characters who were like yep. enjoying Christmas. And I contacted the artist of that of that picture and said, "Hey, I'm making this video. Is it cool if I use this as a thumbnail? And they got back to me and they said, yeah, that's absolutely fine. That's awesome. Like, send me the video when you're done, blah, blah, blah. You know, we had a nice little back and forth. And I credited them in the in the description with all the links and I put it yeah. all up on Twitter. I was just like, that's how you do it. Like, NFTs are yeah. bullshit. And we haven't even got up to the part where it's they're setting fire to the planet. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, the idea that any of this is you know the, <laughs> i think the ubisoft quartz thing i uh and forgive me for not reading any of it in exceeding detail because i'm just sick of it to be honest um it's like oh no don't worry this is the clean nft this is the good this is the energy efficient kind it's like or don't or just hey or hey, not. hey 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 ubisoft how about you stop copy pasting and pretending that a cosmetic item is unique and you and, and you also stop copy pasting your games and also Ooh. get your house in fucking order get your house in fucking order eve eve jumeau tagur that's you can understand that basically it means shut the f- it means it means shut the fuck up and <laughs> just get out Got to remember that one for later, Moody. Yeah, Tag-o. yeah. Tago. 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 Got it. We learned something today. The the thing is for me is like, I think what you just brought up, Joe, at the the film is very interesting because the video game industry has already had a video game industry crash. Yep. In the early early seventies. Early. Uh, 80s. 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, eighty eighty three, I yeah. believe it was. Yeah. And it was thanks to Nintendo. Nintendo really that brought it back and everything. Hey, Nintendo! <laughs> like the industry, is like the industry. right now, is the most profitable industry out there. It's like bigger and movies and music basically combined. Mm-hmm. And everything. It's really, really insane how how when it comes to its profits, it's like really it just keeps on going and it's going and it's going. And it's eventually going to hit a peak. But there's, after you hit the peak, there's only one way to go. Yeah. And it's going to crash again. It's just how is it going to crash? And that's the ultimate thing about it. Is it, is it going to be because of these NFTs? Is it because the NFTs have burnt the planet and that's how it's crashed? Because <laughs> it killed everyone on the planet anyway. So it doesn't make a bloody difference. But... If everyone's dead, you can't buy video games. Just saying. Yeah, basically, you certainly yeah. can't buy NFTs if you're fucking dead. Yeah, but like, I don't know if it'll happen in like... 
in our lifetime or anything like that, like because like it's just crazy when it comes to these type of things. But I can see it happening, and it's uh, scary to think that uh, and that could because right, it's just gonna it's just gonna keep on going. It's just gonna keep on going. We're seeing it right now with a a certain new variant. <laughs> so I. Omicron feel... baby sounds like a transformer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've, I've been Virus for my own for my own sky. sanity. I've been calling it like Omnicron. Just like yeah, it's, I yeah, am yeah. Omnicron. <laughs> a virus in disguise. <laughs> oh my god! Perfect. I, perfect. Yes, it's. I like. I try uh, these days where possible. I'm trying. To and to be fair, there's you know, di yeah, digital versus physical, it's the eternal argument, right? Um, you know, the convenience of buying things digitally, um, versus physical media, and also the, the cost of physical media in terms of like, yeah, the environment. If there's a physical item, if it's a game cartridge or disc or plastic box, plastic, that's not great, either. Yeah, yeah. it needs to be transported, yeah, yeah. and yeah, that's not good either. But at least if I buy a physical item then that physical item can be resold if I so desire, you know, as, as I've often regretted selling many a, a, a game I wish I now still had in my collection because I was a dumb uh -huh. kid. Yeah. Um, or it can be given to someone. Someone can, you know, I can be like, oh, I'm not playing my copy of Pokemon right now. Hey, you put it in your Nintendo Switch and you get this. And, uh, and the idea that it's essentially, let's not put... Let's not put a any finer point in it. They're just trying to sell people nothing. It's non-fungible. Non-fungible sounds like it's just non-corporeal. Like it ain't fucking real. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's like, not it's just real. like ah, yeah. That's the point. Gonna, you don't yeah, even yeah, own not, it. Like yeah, you, like you don't you own it. You own a license. Fucking, you can get a shit fucking monkey. You could pay twenty thousand dollars to get a shit fucking monkey jpeg and say well i own this and i own the only copy of this and then i could just go oh do you Control know <laughs> print screen there you go now i have it what are you gonna do about it fucking all nothing it, all, it, all, it, all it cost me was the digit the digit energy of move control c control v <laughs> <laughs> It's absurd. It's, it's uh, the yeah. least. That is that. That is the least amount of effort I put in moving these two fingers. Let yeah. me tell you that. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. she said. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fuck your <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> yeah. Fuck not, Let's not. Let's not be having it. Let's just. Yeah. Please don't. Please. Please don't. Please just don't. don't. Please don't. <laughs> I, I just deleted two more NFT stars. I feel like we covered it pretty comprehensively. Where Peter Molyneux is now making a fucking blockchain game for no reason. Uh, well, and and at least I will say because I know I just saw it disappear from the dock, but it's absolutely fine. Um, there was one uh, Stalker Two know. is 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 walking back there. Is, is going? No, we're not doing NFTs. Like we're not going to enter the metaverse and stuff. There's a quote at the end of the article that I actually want to read. Hit it. I can't believe I'm about to say I agree with this person because it's this person. But here is the last paragraph of the Stalker <laughs> 2. Here is the last paragraph of the Stoker 2 walking back their, their NFTs. In response to GSC has now deleted clarification and tweet before it announced the total cancellation of its NFT plans. Gearbox founder Randy Pitchford pointed out and, on Twitter... And famed that, magician. And famed He's a magician. magician. <laughs> and owner magician. of questionable USB sticks pointed out 
on Twitter that the studio doesn't actually need to use blockchain technology to run the same promotion. In-game representations have been a staple of Kickstarter backer rewards for years. And I think that comes to the crux of 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 what really pisses me off about NFTs in games is that there's no reason for it. All of the things that you want to do in your video game when you're making it that you do with NFTs are entirely possible without NFTs, which means that you could do it in a way that doesn't set the fucking planet on fire. Right? I, I remember. I, yeah, I remember when a video game, you might have heard of it. It's a video game called Super Mario Odyssey. Um, I've heard of was, that. Yeah, was, 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 was released on Nintendo Switch and... In that game, for the first one of the first times in a mainline Mario game, there was a store in every world of that game. And that store was a place where you could go and buy new costumes and outfits for, for Mario, for Super Mario. You could put him in the purple little Waluigi hat. You could, you know, you could turn him into a skeleton. You could, at the end of the game, spoilers, like, get a hat which turned him into, like, blocky Mario 64 Mario. And what did it cost you to do that? How many nickels and dimes did they try and squeeze out of you? The big end, they're, like, all about making that fucking money, right? No. How yes. many and Ethereum two, tokens did the, that cost? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, there's two types of currency in the game. There's coins and then there's purple coins, all of which you find in the fucking video game. What a revolution! What a fucking... <laughs> what a, oh, my God! The, the scales have been lifted from my eyes. Nintendo have solved it. You can put currencies in a video game you don't have to pay real money towards, and you can dress Mario up like Waluigi to your heart's content. Fucking, why doesn't everyone just do this again? What happened? Just, this is the saddest thing. It's just like, what the fuck happened to, well, no, I know what happened. Video, yeah, yeah, go, you t you know what it is. Amy? Capitalism happened. <laughs> Capitalism happened. But I just, yeah, the idea that yeah, co yeah. Co cosmetics used to be fun unlockables in video games, and I'm and, I, and I'm part of the problem. You know, I'm gonna grind out and maybe even pay a little bit of money so I can play as Spider Man in the fork knife. Um, you know, I've bought the I bought the Star Lord skin, and that was the that was the the beginning of the end for me. Um, and 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 it's not right. But also, here's the other deal with that: you can download and play Fortnite for fucking free. It doesn't cost you a single penny to actually just download and play that. Yeah, game. but I mean, you could Isn't buy that... you could buy your Spider-Man outfit in Fortnite, um, and not and, and 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 know that you're not contributing to the end of the world. Exactly. There's that too. There's that too. That's always a comfort, isn't it? The idea it that is. you know. I, I can I can I can web sling in a silly in a silly game and you know and just basically I cannot wait I was telling you I'm just so excited <laughs> to do this like, my uncle Ben do you give him a chance <laughs> this is <for> Uncle Ben <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what I'm gonna be doing um, I, I'm, but, I'm here for that yeah uh, but it's it's just there's there's ways to do it right and that's i think that's part of the reason why fortnite has been so successful it's just like yep make this make this this version of the game like doesn't cost a dime you don't have to pay you know 60 pounds 70 fucking dollars for this and then pay you know all this oh it's just yeah Arr. yeah Arr. Arr. should we move on yeah yeah let's move on 
Good job. We, I didn't leave the other two NFT stories in. Like, <laughs> let's just keep it <laughs> fucking going. Fucking I think, NFTs. I think we would have burned up. I think we would. It would have been like Raiders of the Lost Ark live on this podcast. Well, you just see the faces melt. No, Moody I'm, goes. Just like... Well, no. I mean, it could have been really, really a really useful shortcut for me because, like, so I'm dying my hair in a few weeks, right? And part oh. of that process is I need to bleach it. But if I just got so angry that I went super saiyan, like, I could save myself a lot of time and money. <laughs> very true, very true. But uh, we won't do that. Our only cutter turns up it when you need it. I think I need it. <laughs> <laughs> You've been here all year, Moody. You, you know, you know. <laughs> all right, someone's got to do something. <laughs> and maybe that someone's going to be me, Super Saiyan <laughs> Amy K with her cat ears because she lost the bet. <laughs> And our, hey. and our ang- angry octopus. Octopus. <laughs> it's got a smiley face. You can reverse it, but I always put it in angry face when we do the podcast. It's cute. I like it. Ah, I like cute things, as you can tell. Exhibit A. Yeah. Super kawaii. Exhibit B. You too. It's time to break <laughs> down the US NPD for November 2021. The top telling top uh, top ten best selling games of November twenty twenty one at number one mm-hmm. and number two Battlefield twenty four. <laughs> I, was... <laughs> I was so good. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Number four Forza Horizon five. Number six hey. no number four Forza Horizon five. I got confused because I had a five at the end of it. Yeah, number I five. Get it. Madden NFL 22, number 6 Mario Party Superstars, number 7 Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, number 8 FIFA 22, number 9 <coughs> number 10 NBA 2K 22, also of note Shin Megami Tensei 5 was the 16th best selling game of twenty twenty of November 2021 Congratulations mm. to those 8 games in the top 10 <laughs> um, like but also I have to say something to like to the people on the internet like cause like my goodness, people like when they said when they saw Forza was only fourth, people were like, What? It's got being fourth is so bad that it shouldn't have been in Game Pass or anything like that. I'm like, what? So I literally was like, So, guys, um, you do know what came out this month, right? You've got a <coughs> game, and then you've got a Battlefield game, and you've got not one, but two fucking Pokemon games. If you, if you, if you, you put, if you put, if you put Pokemon. A tight, I just if you put the word Pokemon in a game that's coming out on Nintendo Switch, it's gonna sell. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It yeah. actually doesn't matter what the fuck it is. It's yeah. just going to sell. The fact that like and I, when I was looking at and the other game, yeah. Well, well, this is the thing: is that to be number one and number two, the other game and Battlefield had to come out on three platforms, right? PC, um, Xbox, and PlayStation. Regardless of the fact that there's two games in terms of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, you could you could have just made that one, and I think it would still hit the number three spot oh, yeah. to come out on just one platform. But I think that yeah, is the, I think that's they the, that's the power it. of Pokemon. Yeah, because last year I remember yeah. we were talking about it. I think it was last year. No, they, when Sword and Shield came out, it was yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and Brilliant Diamond and Pearl, like they've combined it in this year's this year's. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's that's an MPD, so, like, yeah, that's yeah. an MPD yeah. choice, but also maybe that's because. The actual, um, the difference between like Sword and Shield, like I feel like Sword did better than Shield when it came out. I, yes. I, 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 I yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, if I, if I get to remember, 
Um, and those are new, you know, new, new Pokemon games, whereas these obviously are remakes of old ones. So you're going to get some people who were, you know, maybe, maybe maybe they were closer in sales figures than we know, and that's why they've just put them together. Yeah, who maybe. knows? Um, yeah. But the yeah. thing is, like I was going to say, uh, if any of those idiots actually think that, oh, Force Horizon is a massive franchise, but if you think right. it's bigger than a Pokemon or a Battlefield, Battlefield. or a freaking or... thing again, yeah. Yeah. Um, all the all blind. the all the other all the other shooty shooty bang bang made by bad people. Or yeah. actually, no, actually, sorry, made by made by very, good, by very people, good people. Made by very good people who are not treated well by their company or their culture. Yeah. Let's just put it that uh, If you think it's bad, you're blind and you do not know the industry. This is the best selling. No, yeah. This is this is the best selling photo for Horizon game of all of, of the yeah. entire series. Yeah. We talked about yeah. it a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, and and yeah. and and also genuinely, I'm I, I've yet to play Forza Horizon Five. I am so bloody happy that like, as far as it, I can tell, and we obviously we'll get um Halo figures um once December is said and done. Um, but Xbox is killing it. And you know they seem oh, yeah, to be doing really, really well um, overall. And uh, you know, Game Pass, best deal in entertainment. We've, I mean, um, we've been singing Xbox's praises for mm-hmm. all year on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Much, continue yeah. to do so. And then, and then you get the the usual suspects. Um, obviously, I'm pleased. Oh, and I do, I do want to and will eventually, hopefully, play Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy um, because I've heard rather good things about it. Overall, I know it's a mixed bag, but oh no, I just have I've had an interesting ride with trying to play that game. As Ooh, yeah. knows. Ooh, it's just arrived. It's just arrived for the second time on Xbox. <laughs> oh, I was... tried it on PlayStation. <laughs> I tried yeah, it on I... PlayStation Five. Uh... <laughs> um, oh wow oh my god i need to hear it's a testament this. it's a testament to how much i enjoyed the first few hours of, of this game <laughs> normally if this happens i just go well fuck it and i just get rid and it's gone oh, oh i don't wait, think no. about it but i actually yeah. went to the trouble of sending it Re- back because we because we rent our, our games where we can sending it back and then getting right. the xbox version sent to me and to start it again <laughs> that's how our show is enjoying guardians of the galaxy so that's wicked i'm glad to hear that We'll see. Yeah, I mean, we've got a game of the year podcast in like a month. We'll see what happens yeah. happens there. Yeah. I mean, keep an eye out for that. We've got to review it as well. Um, I got some notes. Do one we of we will. I've got do some. We, we will. It's what do we do, really. We do. Two, we do three no, things. Twenty twenty one will be done. We don't need to do the twenty one one games anymore. We do three things here at Words About Games, and one of them is review <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah, we start that with Pokemon Arceus when it comes out. We could we do the do the other games. I I'm I am gonna I, I'm gonna be. No, on. Don't do that. Otherwise, we're doing game of the year like straight away when we get back, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> I I am I am cautiously optimistic for Pokemon Legends Arceus. Cautiously optimistic. I'm really hoping it's going to be a good time. Either way, it's going to be one of the best selling games. Next oh no! Oh no! No no! And, <laughs> and also, kind of, and actually, kind of unprecedented to have. Um, two huge Pokemon releases coming out within just, like three within three months of each other. Like just that's, wait till they that, drop Zelda in in, uh, in April. <laughs> it's not gonna. I wish it was gonna happen, but it's not. I want it to come out on the fifth anniversary, but it's not gonna happen. It's gonna get. To, at least maybe I think it'll come out the back half of the year. But anyways, what's the thing what? is about it? This is only the first. This is only I think the first Pokemon game of 2022. I think they've got another one coming out later next year, and I think it might be the new region. 
Uh, wow, that's a that's if a, it's the new that's they did, they bold be cool. prediction. When did Sword and Shield come out? That's 2019? 2019. That's a three-year gap. That's normally when they start thinking about it. It's either going to be a new region or it's going to be a, com- a new combination of Sword and Shield. Like Pokemon... I could fear or something. I might. I, I'd be interested. I. I might. I might. All. I might. I could see another. Let's go. I could see. Let's go. Joto. You know. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Joto. Basically. Everyone's yeah. been screaming for a Joto one of that, but they, they do. They seem like. Let's go, Bulbasaur. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. It's all right. <laughs> all but right. I just, but we're, to- we're, like we're talking about these. We're talking about these sales notes. Yeah, we are. Um, one of them answered the question I just literally asked about Forta. Battlefield 2042 launched as the number two best-selling game of November. Blah, 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 blah. Battlefield 2042 is the second best-selling game of November on both PlayStation and Xbox platforms. No surprise there. It's a surprise. Like, I thought this game was bad, like broken. Uh, uh, but, ag- uh, but again. The majority don't care, do they? Like it's not not so like oh we're better than you know. Uh, I think just the these are these are these are franchises that are bigger than game. You know, people who are into video games, people who are on games Twitter, people who are making videos about games, people who are looking at games journalism. The the, the uh, battlefield, yeah, and this and Pokemon's the same. Like you know, number one game. Yeah. Now that what the sorry, Joe, I put it in there. Go ahead, please. No, the no, thing no, is no, no. the top three games, uh, are the top on the top ten. They're not. They have not only cracked the video gaming main audience. They've cracked the casuals. Exactly. That's the thing about. That's exactly it. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So again, I will apologize again for putting you putting in on you. Dude, <laughs> I, I, t- dude, I, dude, I, I talk a lot. You've got to stop me at some point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the thing about it. So like, it's like casuals do not care. Unless, unless they really see it or the game just basically doesn't work on their platform they're playing it on, they don't care and they just keep on playing. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna buy it because their mates will be buying it and they'll be wanting to play it with their mates. It's like... You know, you in the same way. It used to be kind of like a not always, but it was like you know, oh, are you FIFA or PES, right? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it, it, back in the day, we used right? To arguments about that shit. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. No, you did. Like, and and then and then one goes the way of the dodo. But it's you know, the everyone's got what they like, oh, yeah. you know, and and you know, for some people, it's that it's just like that. We're like clockwork when November rolls around. They're gonna buy the new Madden. They're gonna buy the new NBA. Like you know, how is NBA Two K like a game that is, you know, but but it's, but again, it, it it's the same with FIFA and its Ultimate Team. You know, all this garbage like that they keep shoveling into these games to try and make more money out of them. I mean, the the gen the general audience doesn't care. It's the same reason that you know people will always go and and this is not a comment on the quality necessarily but it's like you know i've I've been saying this a lot and i love and i love capital l loved spider-man no way home right but it's like mcu is the mcdonald's you know what you're getting every time and that's why everyone will always keep going back to it i mean even i'm gonna go and see spider-man if the cinemas are still open I, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, I completely, I completely understand if you haven't seen it yet. I'm, 
going to go again this week. Thursday. So sorry. Thursday, I'm doing a triple bill. I'm going to see the Mavericks, Ghostbusters, and Spider-Man. That's going to be sick. That's going to be the, one of the best days of your life. If you, <laughs> Probably. If what open. I didn't realize was I, I accidentally ordered them in the order that I actually want to go and see them as well. <laughs> so oh, if they no, get tired, I can just oh, bail. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I need to figure out Matrix. And to be fair, I still actually want to see Ghostbusters as well. I haven't. I haven't. I've, that one's passed me by. Um, but I I'm all, all movies have passed me by. Like I'm. I'm. I haven't been at the cinema since I saw Little Women. <laughs> oh, since you since you since you saw twenty twenty, since you saw little wow, that's amazing. I mean, uh, first of all, more power to you for staying strong and not going. But I wouldn't have survived if I hadn't gone to the cinema. I used since, to go every like, week, once a week. Oh, so also let's just let's just take a brief moment to say that if you are at least in the UK, please watch Little Women on Netflix. It's it will break you. It's, a great it's film. but it's such a but it's such a beautiful movie, especially to watch with your family at Christmas. Um, it's amazing. Greta Gerwig. Um, you know, hey, you like Saoirse Ronan? You like um, uh, Emma Watson? Everybody like... loves Florence Pugh right now. She's in it. If you're if you're watching whatever i'm not gonna spoil things but if you liked florence Pugh in black widow and you liked her in everyone's favorite family film midsummer <laughs> definitely watch little women she's so i saw little women twice i'm in gonna theaters. be honest i am obsessed with florence Pugh a little bit i i i are uh, we'll talk more about our florence Pugh obsession um off the podcast yeah let's do that should, should, words talk. about games words about games sure. If only we were on a podcast, some kind of podcast that talked about movies. Maybe, maybe we could call it the Glorious Movie Show. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll workshop something. Anyway, like, I've got more notes. Shows retired. I'm sorry. I've got more notes here. Uh, Forza Horizon Five set a new Forza franchise franchise launch month sales record, including both Forza Horizon and Forza Motorsport titles, while ranking as the best as the fourth best selling game of November 2021. Forza Horizon Five was the number three best selling game on Xbox platforms in the month. So, like, oh, it's bad because it's in fourth. It's literally done better than any other Forza game in its launch month ever in history. All of them, Motorsport Horizon. <laughs> It's the best-selling game in the entire franchise. So that answers that question. <laughs> Fanboys are idiots. Very we all, we, we are. I can speak for the Nintendo family in me. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> We're all idiots here, so it's fine. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 achieved the highest launch month dollar sales of any Shin Megami Tensei title in history. Shin Megami Tensei 5 ranked as the 16th best-selling game of November 2021, while also ranking 6th on Nintendo platforms. This just backs up my theory that if you put a game on Switch and it's exclusive to Switch, it's going to sell. It's going to sell. It's not even necessarily about exclusivity, I think, at this point. It's just like games on switch sell uh, switches switches just it's on fire it sold uh, i don't know i can't remember if this is covered in the dock but like it in in the holiday season you know the american holiday season switch sold more than playstation and xbox it's just like and and yeah, yeah there's still supply chain issues um for a lot of those consoles but it's like nintendo switch came out four years ago and it is as popular and more popular, arguably, than it than it than it ever has been. It's it's amazing. It's uh, hell and, yeah, and I'm real happy about it because uh, I like you like your Nintendo. 
Like Nintendo's an amazing product, there's no doubt about it. Like I've been playing it all day. Um I the thing is I think that You did, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, did you buy an OLED dock? For the Ethernet cable. Yeah. Oh, that's such a smart yeah, I I, I Sorry, almost Moody. did <laughs> no no no. What what and also Moody, what have you been playing on Switch? Talk to oh, me, Pokemon. Baby. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Damn. I, haven't, uh, I haven't started Metroid yet. I have it, but I haven't started yet. But oh. I was going to say, like, the thing is, when it comes to Nintendo, is that, and the PlayStation and Xbox, like, PlayStation and Xbox are still in that lull period, I think, between generations. Mm-hmm. When their games are all cross platform right now, people aren't, don't, I don't think they see the need to get a new console right now. Yeah, I, I, I am, I played. The Halo Infinite multiplayer beta on my original Xbox One, and I've been playing the multiplayer now on PC, and I'm gonna play Halo Infinite on PC, um, because it's there with Game Pass, which is amazing for me. It means I don't have to shell out for a Series S or an or or or, or, or an X, um, even though if I, I've had the money, I would 100% want to. Um, but it's yeah, and I the. Uh, I'm, I'm like, yep, just going to maybe try and put a little bit of money aside when I can so I can eventually get, you know, have enough money for when, you know, Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 come out. Like, PlayStation, apart from that, I have no reason to get a PlayStation, no real reason to get a PlayStation 5, unfortunately. I'm going to be honest, I got one because, one, I could afford it at the time, and two, I knew I knew this was going to happen. So I was like, I can just do, I can get the hassle out of the way now. Yeah, completely. And then not have to worry about it ever again. There you go. Or not, and I chose that. But but also, I'm going to be the guy who, when when I get paid in January, I'm going to maybe try and buy the the purple dual sense that's coming. I just bought a red dual sense because I was like, it's a sexy controller. Fucking PlayStation had to drop the buy flag colors on me, and I was like, oh no. All of those look great. I uh, know the they do look good. I'm I'm gonna have purple's an empty literally my shell. favorite color. Say I'm gonna have an empty shell of a PlayStation Five case and a freaking controller just, that I can just barely get some string and just like say it up so it's standing up like it's an actual PlayStation. It's like, do you like my PlayStation Five? I'll just I'll just I'll just I'll just I'll just I'll just place the shells around my Wi-Fi router. <laughs> <laughs> no one will know the difference. Uh, it's my playstation 5 look see i've got the controller and everything um uh the top 10 best-selling games year to date uh number three madden nfl 22 number four mlb the show 21 number five resident evil village number six battlefield 2042 number seven super mario 3d world number eight pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl number nine marvel's spider-man miles morales Oops, my finger slipped. There we go. That's a that's a great. I can't do math, but you know it's a great like three seven. to three to Both nine. Seven yeah. great games in the top ten. Absolutely. Yes. To that, I mean, I, uh, also, I think it it speaks Moody. It speaks to that lull that the number one game, which we won't name, um, and also the number nine game, which we will name because Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales is a fucking great game. Um, best games both of those games and um, uh, yeah no I think it's just those two games came out last fucking year (laughs) I still think if 
if you buy if you manage to score yourself a PlayStation 5 and you're buying a bundle and you're looking at the games that you can get with the PS5 and I said this last Christmas when we were talking about this mm-hmm. um I still think the game that you go for is Miles Morales. Miles Morales, I I I really liked Spider-Man PS4 when I got to play it. Um also it's been too long since I did a shameless plug. If you wanna um if you want a dose of like Christmas joy, go to youtube.com slash Joe Medforce and watch the video where um, a couple of members of the Twitch community conspired in secret to give me a PlayStation 4 Pro last year. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I cried. That That's Maybe amazing. you'll cry. It was amazing because I didn't have a PlayStation and um, our friend uh, Reesey Boy, who's an amazing charity streamer, twitch.tv slash Reesey Boy, um, who raises money for NHS charities together. Um, he's fantastic. Um, he upgraded to PlayStation 5. He got one at launch. Very lucky to do so. He tried to give his PlayStation 4 Pro to a children's hospital. They wouldn't accept it because they had taken too many things. They said, oh, well, if you sell it, we'll take the money. And then another member of our community, when he was sort of streaming and I, I wasn't about in his uh, in that stream, um, someone suggested, hey, well, Joe doesn't have a PlayStation and they gave it to me on my six month stream anniversary and it was and with a bunch of games and like and and and, uh, and also another generous member of the communities on twitch um gave up me a whole year of playstation plus with it like it was it was freaking amazing like so all right um, I, I rescind what i normally say sometimes people can be all right sometimes people can be amazing sometimes. exactly um, but yeah, like the, one of the first things I did was like buy um, Spider, you know, buy Spider Man on PS4 for myself that Christmas, so I could finally properly play that game. I loved Spider Man Two, and you know, and the end. If you have a PS5, you get if you want a Tom more Tom Holland looking Spider Man, you can get the Spider Man remastered. Um, and yeah, Miles Morales, uh, to be honest, ran great. And I uh, there was I think I had one issue with it on PS4 Pro, um, where like I just encountered like a qu- like a uh, just a glitch where it just cr- it crashed one time after a save point. But my, my um, issue uh, my issue with being a PS5 owner is sometimes I go back to Xbox, like because I've only got an Xbox One X. Um, yes, and and I remember, th- and I suddenly have the crushing realization that loading screens do in fact still exist <laughs> oh yeah 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 i'm still get, i'm still living in the world of loading i screens. get used to not having loading screens and the game just goes right and then i go like play halo and i'm just like fuck this shit <laughs> i'm sitting here not playing a game <laughs> what do i do did i used to just look at my phone what did i used to do when this happened <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's move on. Oh, before we do, very briefly, because Nintendo and also actually Resident Evil Village, great fucking game, came out in whatever it was January, like really solid entry. I don't, yeah, I know, yeah, but oh, early in the year they always do this. They put it out early in the year, really solid and um, hot diggity damn. If you slept on Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury and you like the Mario. Bowser Fury is fantastic, but also so is, even though the online is a bit janky if you're playing with people across the world, um, I still had a ton of fucking fun. I didn't get a Wii U, even as a Nintendo fan. I didn't buy one. I was wow, like, oh, I did. I had one. Uh, uh, oh, you had one. You're better than me. Um, but Super Mario 3D World is a really great Wii- entry into the Mario 3D series. It's got there's so many incredible like level ideas. And, Wii U had you some know, fucking bangers of games on that. And that was and that was a and, and that was a banger that you can pay full price for. Captain on Nintendo Toad. Smith. Captain Toad. 
Where's, oh, my, where's my Captain Todd sequel? God damn it, Nintendo. Yes, let's have it. Give it to us. PlayStation launches website to highlight accessibility of its consoles. This is from Ed Nightingale over at Eurogamer. He writes, PlayStation has launched a new accessibility website to showcase the features of its PS5, uh, PS4 and PS5 consoles. The website lists core visual and audio features as well as closed captions, controls, and chat transcription. Some of PS5's most accessible games are also featured, including The Last of Us Part Two, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, and Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. The website launches a further indication of PlayStation's commitment to accessibility shared by Microsoft with its console features and custom controller. Quote, At Sony Interactive Entertainment, we strive to build a future for players of all abilities. We use technology to advance accessibility tools, products, and services for our PlayStation community and to guide our mission to connect the world through the power of play. End quote. That was Jim Ryan, president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment. Herman Hulst, head of PlayStation Studios, is also quoted, quote, Creating an accessible world for gamers motivates us and inspires our work. At PlayStation Studios, we aspire to craft gaming content that not only delivers immersive experiences, but also allows gamers to create meaningful connections as we have so much in common through the shared joy of play. End quote. Oh, End accessibility is an important element in gaming that i'm glad and happy to see that studios are finally to move forward on this type of thing so and playstation has been a very big lead when it comes to this like uh, the games you shouted off there Matt. I mean, oh like, yeah yeah some of the best accessibility games out there so yeah i think playstation and xbox have both been like crushing some access some of their accessibility stuff recently uh, and, and, not just recently to be fair we had the adaptive uh, controller as well yeah, that's that, is, and I can speak from a personal place of at least just knowledge. Even though I don't personally have any accessibility issues of my own, Nintendo needs to step up their fucking game. Big stuff, you know. Uh, and and you know, Metroid Dread, one of the best games of the year, is virtually inaccessible to so many people. And yeah, it's developed by a smaller team um, that Nintendo are working with, but that's not an excuse. Um, and in general, um, they need to just provide more customization, accessibility options for um, these amazing games they make. Um, and I'm re- but I'm really pleased that also what I will say is that I think Microsoft really sort of has led the charge in terms of accessibility over the past few years. And now PlayStation has been showing that they are going to be doing the same. Uh, it, it, that shows that. A stubborn company, because I think Sony historically has been quite stubborn in the way that they move forward with things, you know, like, you know, taking outside of the accessibility issue, you know, cross play, you know, like they were they were the last holdout for a lot of these big, you know, games and stuff like for no real reason other than they're just like, oh, yeah, we just want to keep the money on place, whatever. It's like the children. uh, Yeah. Yeah. They could think of the children precisely. And that's. Uh, but yeah, like you're saying, you know, uh, uh, there's and and sometimes there are still. I think um, uh, Steve Saylor, uh, Blind Gamer Steve on um, uh, Twitch and uh, Twitter and stuff, definitely check out his his amazing content and um, that he makes. He had a great point on his his show recently about Halo Infinite and how, unfortunately, the the inherent design of that game. And the way that game plays and controls presents accessibility barriers, which cannot be overcome through accessibility options. And that's the next stage. It's like, actually, let's make 
every gaming experience accessible to everybody at every level. It's not just about providing the wealth of options, brilliant options, incredible options like the, the Last of Us Part Two, you know, Ratchet and Clank and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales provide. It's not just about that. It's like, yeah, think about it from the inception and design of the game as well. Um, and yeah, it's it's just I'm I'm really video games like we've talked about um, over the course of this show so far. They're more successful than they've ever been, and that means that we should that, that everyone should, who can do so. Jim Ryan, everybody. Um, uh, you know, Sony and you know Microsoft, beyond Nintendo, whatever, should be using the money that they're making to put their games in the hands of more players. Or so you know, I use hands as a metaphorical term. Um, you know, um, but just making, lands. Uh, <laughs> just make yeah, yeah, just make them make them so if if everyone can play, it's it's, it's better play for everyone, right? What's it, Phil Spencer said? Was it Phil Spencer who said it? If everybody plays, we all win. Is that Phil Spencer quote? Probably, probably. That's uh, that sounds like a Phil Spencer. If everybody plays, we all win. I really like that. That's great. You hear when? that from? Somewhere? If everyone I, 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 I knew that I, was coming. I, however, that. I'm not. Hey, however, and I, hey, and you know what? I am not against it. I am the biggest from soft fan girl on this podcast. Easily, there's a Bloodborne hunter guy somewhere back there with no head. He lost his head tragically during a hot during during a, a Bloodborne stream. Like, and I fucking Bloodborne is one of my favorite games of all time. I love Dark Souls three. I love Demon Souls. Elden Ring, one of my most anticipated games of 2022. Moody's absolutely right. We've, we've talked about many, many times about yep. Elden Ring. Like, it needs to be more accessible. Yes. I get so excited playing these games, and then I have no one to talk to because nobody I, else I plays would, them. I would, <laughs> I would, I would, I would, I would love to be able to talk more about Dark Souls, about Bloodborne, about da, 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 all of these games. I would love to be able to do that. Love, but. I got put off by the difficulty of Dark Souls, and that's me coming from a point of, you know, yeah, I could probably, quote-unquote, get good. but Yeah, yeah anyone can, but why should you have to, Joe? Exactly. Oh. Give me the easy mode. Let me experience these amazing worlds that these people make. Um, that's what I'm into. I, the, the opening of Dark Souls is one of the most metal things I've ever fucking seen. And I loved it. And I was well into it. And then 30 days later, I was like, I can't beat Quilag. I can't beat the fire you spider lady. You got further than me um, in, in Dark Souls. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Moody, you were going to say something. Go on. the assholes out there who said, who said, we'll just get good. I've got something for it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Take oh, take two. Take two of these. I try and take it back, but it just flicks up. The the, the handle must be broken. The handle must be very much broken indeed. I think so. It was Phil Spencer on Twitter. When everybody plays, we all win. Yes. Um Pop software to that. <laughs> I wish I wish they would. I wish they fucking would. Like but again, like some of these games, some of their games are some of my favourite games of all time. And I wish they'd just accommodate more people to be able to play them. Yeah. Um, because it sucks being an island. Like, 
have yeah, to go. Completely. I have to go and get fucking. I have to go and get fucking Joseph Moran from from the Trophy Room and PlayStation podcast if I want to talk to someone about Bloodborne. <laughs> and he's a busy guy, understandably. <laughs> they, they they got a lot going on. Congratulations, Joseph and Kyle, and Kyle. for being for for being at the top of the PlayStation podcast charts. Basically, I saw that on Twitter recently. It's yeah, like hell. I, I I remember when Kyle, you know, got the got the you know secret santa was it last year from uh from game over greggy in terms yeah. of like yeah i'll come on i'll come on the place to the drug room podcast i was just, ah, ah, the heart it warms it's growing he was on, he was on psi love you wasn't he yes he was yeah they did that they i love it, it for him i love it for both of them they're great guys we had them on, uh, on for half a podcast um <laughs> this year uh, it was the best it was what we could get and it was cool because it was great because i love those two guys they're brilliant. Yeah, no, they're amazing. I, I, if I get more into PlayStation, I'd love to get more with them. Go on, Moody. Uh, uh, congratulations to both of them. There, I, I'm off social media right now, so like, I don't see any, I'm not seeing anything on social media. So sweet. So congratulations. Don't worry. No, hashtag no spoilers. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't worry about. It. <laughs> hashtag no Every, spoilers. It, it's 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 the worst it's the uh, the worst kept secret in in movies, isn't it? Really, unfortunately. <laughs> In general, so it does bomb me up. Well, you say that, right? But it took me fuck. It took a lot of fucking work to find out the one Spider-Man spoiler I needed to know before I was committed to going to see it. Oh, needed? <laughs> oh, well, we'll talk more about that later. But for I now, had to know, I to, as I said to Moody, if this if it doesn't happen, if it's not happening, I need to know because I'm not going to go and see it. I'll wait until it yeah, comes out. On, that's on complete. That's I, that's completely fair. I get that. <laughs> but I see, I see Nintendo in the dock. I'm just going to say that. Uh, Nintendo in the dock. It's almost like I, I sometimes I tailor these podcasts to the people who are going to be here. Um, it's weird that in it, but it was a Nintendo indie world. What am I? I think you're muted, Moody. No, I'm not. No, you're not. You just you just you lips moving, but I couldn't hear. So wait, you tailor for people. So what's your excuse for me? You think you're I always like here? You're always oh. here. You have to go through the shit with me. I gotta do this shit too. Like you're always complaining. Like you're always going, "Oh man, the news sucks." Like I wish we didn't have to talk about. It. I wish I didn't have to talk about this. I hate it. It's like Moody. I'm here too. I hate talking about it as well. Joe, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. Joe gets special treatment. I get freaking. Joe does get special treatment <laughs> because he's our guest, Moody. He gets special treatment because he's our guest. <laughs> That's what guests get. They get special treatment. When we got Joseph and we got Kyle, we we did a whole fucking hour about the PlayStation showcase. <laughs> no, okay. I, I, I full disclosure. Unfortunately, I was watching Spider Man No Way Home when this Indie World Showcase happened. I still haven't caught up on it. So let's, all right. Let's well, just here's, get here's the, all the spoilers. Imran the Don Khan. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> here's here's all the spoilers for you. Thanks to Imran Khan, he rounded it all up over at Fanbyte. Um, I did watch this. Uh, I was a little bit late. I was lying in bed and I was like, "Oh shit!" I think I was watching TikTok or something, and I was like, "Oh shit!" There's a Nintendo thing, <laughs> and I opened it. It was like it was just finishing, so I was like, "Cool, rewind it back, watch it." Because do you know what I love? And this might come as a shock to both of you, considering I'm wearing like a. I'm wearing a t-shirt that that's from the Wholesome Direct 2021 from E3. Like, this might come as a shock to you, but I like indie games. <laughs> yeah. What? And I like <laughs> indie presentations because I get to see cool games that, remember, that I've either heard of before or I've not heard of either way. And there were some cool games at the, the Indie Direct. 
no Hollow Knight, but it's fine. I, I, I think I, I think, and I saw. Um, fine. I think <laughs> I, I can't remember who I saw say it. Um, maybe it was Stealth Forty uh, K on Twitter. Hollow Knight is, I think, big enough in general. Now we're going to see it at a main Nintendo Direct, not on Indie World. It's killing me. I don't care. What I, I know. Say yeah, it. Silk, I Silk Song, Silk Song will emerge when it, when it, when it will. It will come out of the Hollow Nest. Right. Um, as hopefully at some point in 2022. Um, uh, and I say this having not played the original Hollow Knight, but I just know the if, fervor, the the Hollow Knight hunger. You I know? want to point out before we get into this, I'm salty. I'm, let me. I'm going to be salty for a, for a minute. If salty. Hollow Knight Silk Song doesn't reveal itself by September 2022, right? It will have been three years since I stood at EGX and played a demo of it. <laughs> That's brutal. Oh my god, that's so hard. I played a demo of it in September 2019. Where is it? Where's the rest of it? The the equivalent of that is when in a field somewhere in England, there was a Nintendo trailer, like a truck, and I got to play on GameCube The Legend of Zelda twilight princess demo uh you know which was like you just like rocking around on epona in in hyrule field like slashing moblins or whatever the fuck like the bridge sequence from twilight princess i got i got to play that probably at least a year and a half two years before we even knew the nintendo we existed and and it's it was just like and I remember watching you know before that like Miyamoto come out at E3 like the 240p quality video where he just you know brings out the fucking Master Sword and the Hyrule Shield and they play that goddamn trailer and I like I got to play it I got it's, to play that that's one of those few experiences I've had and then it, I waited whatever it was probably three years maybe nah maybe not that bad. 2006 the week came out but like um yeah at least a year and a half oh, yeah. uh, and then it, and i was like yeah i'm gonna get to play this game on gamecube and then it was like oh no oh no now i get to slashy slashy slash when we all thought the Wii um, was gonna be gonna be a revolution for uh for how we played video games it was let's talk about that another time and get on to i just want to really real... quickly point i just want to really quickly follow your anecdote with another anecdote which it reminds me of when I was one of the first people to ever be invited into the Sea of Thieves Insider demos. <laughs> I was playing Sea of Thieves for so long. We'd be sitting on podcasts, we'd do E3, and everyone was like, let's see a Thieves trailer, blah, blah, blah. It looked like this. Oh, blah, blah, it looked like this. And I'd been playing it, and I was like, I can't talk about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been playing it. I can't talk Lost. about it. I've been it. I've, I'm, I'm lost at sea, and I can't <laughs> talk to anyone. Uh, let's talk about the Nintendo Indie World. Uh, it won't take long. Like I'm just gonna talk about stuff that uh, that popped to me personally, and if you see anything that anything any descriptions that pop to you, we can talk about that mm-hmm. too. But first, mm-hmm. I have to talk about Sea of Stars. It was the first thing they showed. It's a new RPG, which is a bit Chrono Chrono Trigger esque, uh, and it's from the the people who made the Messenger, and also the the the, per, the composer for the Chrono series, Yasunori Matsuda, is doing the soundtrack for it. Uh, and it's coming out holiday 2022, which tells me it's coming out in 2023. But that's just because I'm cynical when it comes to 
comes to these uh, could, release yeah. windows. I, I, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I, th- I would imagine if they're lucky, it'll get it'll get it'll come out in December. Yeah. Probably more like the next year for sure. But I'm down because I, it looks really cool, and I love the messenger. And I love the fact that the studio just didn't go, we're going to make the Messenger 2. It's going to be like the Messenger, but more Messenger. They just went, we're going to make an entire game in an entirely different genre. I, yeah, I, I love it when any studio does that. It's like, I loved SteamWorld Dig 2. SteamWorld right? Dig 2 was a Ste- great game. SteamWorld Dig 2 is a great game. SteamWorld Dig was a kind of a different game in a sense. Like, they it built on it, and then, you know, you've got SteamWorld Quest, and it's just like, yeah, fucking that go too. off. That was great. Made- <laughs> you know like make and you know like shovel knight king of cards like you know what i mean just like or whatever just like yeah use just yeah make different things don't just you know don't just iterate don't just and, and it's great to iterate it's great to improve it's great to sequelize you know we all we all love a solid sequel um but it's like yeah you know do new things enjoy both fucking yeah you can do both? both exactly why don't we have both uh, there was also a trailer for, I'll just read the, the bullet point, a self-described heartfelt story, visual novel slash music game. After Love EP comes from Pixelnesia, an Indonesian development team. The game is set in Jakarta, which alone makes it unique. The game is about protagonist Rama, who struggles to live his life and make music after his girlfriend passes away. And it launches on Switch in summer 2022. This Oh my god, I've not even seen it and I want it, but also it's gonna break me, I'm sure. That seems amazing. Yeah, it is. Get on that. Oh wow. It is After Love it's EP. It, it um break speaking of breaking me, I did not expect Moon Globe to be about what it's about um at the first twenty minutes of that game. <laughs> it's very sad. Go. Um and it might it might have uh might have made me cry. Um, how do I send? So I found the Steam page, so you could actually see the game. But I'm like, I can't oh, analyze the Discord. <laughs> oh, don't, don't 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 worry about it. Let's just. I'm just going to take a moment. I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but I can't help but address zombie cooking title Dungeon Munchies. Dungeon Munchies <laughs> is out First now. Oh, I'm not even a roguelite boy, but if the player character is dead and has been revived by Necro Chef Simmer, so that tasks them with gathering new ingredients, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look into this. This sounds like a a hot a hot, a hot release. This sounds great. Let's go. Yeah, it's it was interesting. Like I did Google it after I uh, saw it because I I always Google any and it's out right now thing at these at these press conferences. Um, and I did, oh, I did yes. take it. Um, before I go on, is there go anything on. that stood out to Mooney no. from this list? <laughs> I didn't even know this was on, so don't worry I, about me. I love, I love that how Moody's Moody's this light is, had dimmed. Yeah, Moody's light like, had hey, dimmed. Moody. <laughs> wakey, wakey, we're still here. No, uh, yeah, this is what happens when you delete social media off your phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, Moody. I'm a Nintendo fan and I've reacted to Indie World showcases on Twitch and YouTube before. I did not know this was happening until literally the day before, so don't worry about it. There it were happens. two more things 
What was that? Two things. Shikari, a colorful tale, one of the best games of 2021 came out on such. Yes, I am. I I remember you talking about Shikari, and when I saw that this was a thing, like it popped up in my YouTube, uh, you know, like trailers because I'm subscribed to Nintendo. Because why would the fuck wouldn't I be? Um, I was I was like, oh damn, I get I finally get to look at this. I say finally, I could have looked at it later, you know, after you'd mentioned it. Like that looks. Is it? Is it? Is, is that genuine? Like a. Yeah, I, I was I was I was speaking to a friend who I I, I showed it to them because they were there at the time and I, they were like and they are very much like they're not you know super into games in general like this is a very new thing for them seeing a game like this because they're like yep they're they're playing The Witcher they're playing Zelda they're playing you know Mario on their Switch that's kind of it for them like just mainly 3d games and they were like oh yeah i prefer games like this and i was like yeah but actually like take a look at this like this is gorgeous like chicory looks gorgeous i really liked the uh, any any i think any games that are about bringing uh, in any form bringing color back into a black and white world it's, are just they've always appealed to me it's you know? a wonderful game shout out to the blob the blob <laughs> wow that's awesome. Do, do, do you remember, remember the blob? The blob was wicked. The blob was wicked. Very different game, but yes. it was. It was pretty, pretty a pretty different game. To be fair. Yeah. Um, all right, we got. I want to just want to say as well, Omori, which was the one more thing, uh, which is a highly praised Undertale style game, uh, originally on PC, is launching on Switch next spring. Looks fantastic. It came out on Christmas Day, twenty twenty, so I naturally missed it. So I'm going to use the Switch re-release as an excuse to play it. Yeah. Um, also, also I, I from Brian Altano on uh, you know uh, Nintendo voice chat among other IGN awesomeness. Um, I always had great things about River City Girls. So to see that River City Girls River City is way forward, yeah, yeah way, way forward are just a great freaking developer. So 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 to see River City Girls two coming out, I think a beat like considering the history of side scrolling beat 'em ups being like you know Double Dragon. You know, it, it, and there's been, yeah, there's been female characters and other side scroll beat maps. It was like, you know, River City Girls. Let's go. There, yeah, there you go. And now it's a cat is beard. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've, I've had an accident. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. I mean, again, it was cheap, so, you know. Let's move on. Let's bring let's bring me back into the podcast because we all know we hate indie games. So we'll bring them back into the podcast now. I do. I hear them. I despise them. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk they're about not players. They're not FIFA. They're not Madden. Battlefield, man. But they're they're not the next story. Respect to for you for doing that bit, but still refusing to name games made by companies that promote abuse in the workplace. Mad respect for that. We're going to talk about Star Wars now. Speaking of abuse in the workplace, fans. Sorry, but I just to say that, like, I've said it already. EA literally, like, have had the best year of their life because they're, like, not getting talked about whatsoever. <laughs> because they're not. Pre- previously voted worst game company. Guys, you keep doing it. You keep being terrible companies. We'll just stay in the corner. We're just going to very be- quietly fix our like you gotta think if you're ea right now you're like very very quietly fixing your corporate workplace culture 
without any try without trying to get noticed, yeah. <laughs> so that this doesn't we- happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. That's let's speaking of shit. Fans to boycott Star Wars Eclipse over Quantity Dream's alleged homophobia and racism. This is from Rihanna Beaven over at the Gamer. Um, and there's a content warning in here because I'm going to use a homophobic slur because David Cage did. So everybody is prepared for that now. If that's not your bag, skip to the next news story. The timestamps are below the video and or on the podcast page on the audio side. Star Wars fans are protesting against Quantic Dream's upcoming game, Star Wars Eclipse. Hashtag Blackout Star Wars Eclipse has been trending on Twitter following the game's reveal at the Game Awards with big figures within the community expressing support for the boycott. The campaign calls on LucasArts to end its partnership with Quantic Dreams due to the company's history of alleged homophobia and racism. These accounts predominantly involve studio founder David Cage, who has been quoted calling women, quote, whores, end quote, and saying, quote, at Quantic Dream, we do not make games for fags, end quote. Hundreds of fans have expressed support for the protest, sharing accounts of Quantic Dream's toxic workplace allegations, as well as Cage's personal bigotry. What's notably, Star Wars author E.K. Johnston supports the hashtag Blackout Star Wars Eclipse movement, saying that fans deserve better. Immensely popular YouTube channel Star Wars Explained has also added to that vo- to the voices against Quantic Dream's involvement in the franchise. The channel will not be con- covering the game as long as Cage is involved due to, quote, his disgusting behavior, especially towards women and the queer community, end quote. This has been a common sentiment among fans since the teaser trailer was shown at the Game Awards. The showcase itself attracted criticism for platforming Quantic Dream, especially considering Jeff Keighley's speech at the beginning calling on the industry to treat its workers better. Bigotry is not the only allegation hanging over Cage's head. Quantic Dream is also accused of implementing excessive crunch up to 35 additional hours per week in the final year of a game's development. The HR department has also been accused of violating French labor laws, terminating contracts before they were set to expire. The instances of sexism also appear to bleed into the workplace culture as some workers have reported photoshopped images of staff as porn stars and Nazis being posted across the office. I hope something does happen. There's no doubt about it when it comes to this. Uh, David Cage is a disgusting person in general. Even though I won't lie, I have enjoyed the Quantic, Quantic Dream games. I won't deny that. Um, as I hope something does happen, like I say. Um, but you don't want to be speaking to LucasArts. Obviously, you need to go to Disney. Um, Disney, they're the overlords of them. And you need to speak to them for to really try and get something to change or something like that. Um, I'll say it for you because I know you look like you're conflicting and I don't think anything will come of, of a boycott of uh, of this discussed boycott of, of Star Wars Eclipse like I don't think they're going to take Quantic Dream off the game I don't think any of that's going to happen Um, go on sorry I, I'm not conflicting on that one I was, just try, uh, I was just about to say what you just said there so go on that's no, fine I just want to not, say they're not gonna, like, they're not boycotts never happen I mean, people well, say boycott, boycotts people happen. Boycott, boycott. People, boycott, people boycott it, but not to the numbers what yeah. way it makes it bad enough for the company to say, oh shit, we should have listened after all or anything like that. It doesn't do anything. It really doesn't. And and it's a shame because if things, if boycotts actually did work properly, freaking Activision would probably be a better company <sighs> by now. Ubisoft would be a better company by now. Be nice. The idiots in charge of those bloody companies would be sacked by now and everything. But it, but they aren't. And it's the same goes for this place as well. Like I um, 
I didn't put this in because I, I, I wanted to draw attention to the boycott or anything. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to play Star Wars Eclipse. I'm, I fucking hate Quantic Dream games for starters anyway. Um, but, like, I put it in there because a lot of people, like, because this is an old, this is, this is old news. Like, this stuff about Quantic Dream and David Cage. This is from the me and Keith era of the Words by Games podcast. Like, we covered this extensively. And um, when all of this stuff started started coming out, and like so, Star Wars, so like Jeff Keighley goes, "Hey, abuse in the games industry is bad. Let's check out what David Cage has been up to." And a lot of people have forgotten about all of this. Um, and it's very disappointing to see so many people just uncritically be like, "Yeah, Quantic Dream is great." Nope. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. That they're they're not that great. Like, and I'm not even dissing their games. Like, if you like their games, you like the games, and that's that's fine. Like, like the games all you want. I'm talking about the company, and one of the people at the top of the company is a horrible, terrible human being. That was why I put put this in there. But like, yeah, no, like it'd be nice if boycotts did work. Um, yeah, but they don't. Nice. It's purple. Love it. I love. Star Wars. My name is Joe Motherfucking Med Force. The Force is strong with me, and it's strong with anyone who takes a stand about the fact that there should not fucking be discrimination, bigotry, homophobia, transphobia, racism, any of this shit. Anything adjacent to it does not belong in fucking Star Wars. Please. Just. Ugh. Hold on. I'm going to turn this off because it's obnoxious. It's good for a bit, but it's not about a bit. Let's what? not have massive a Ubisoft studio headed by a horrible person making an open world star wars game let's not have quantic dream a studio headed by a, a person who doesn't belong in the games industry anymore making games about people and stories that need to and have always in one form or another been a beacon of hope and optimism you know the spark inside so many of us i i at one point was like oh my god yeah we're not gonna have a terrible company ea having dominion over you know, bad Star Wars games. I was, I was, I was hopeful for like a brief shining moment, and I was thinking, oh, maybe they'll do the Marvel games thing, of like, you know, maybe we'll get, uh, you know, the uh, and and to be fair, even though it wasn't for me, a lot of people loved Jedi Fallen Order. That's 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 what we like. That's what we like. A new story being told. A single player Star Wars game that is, you know, like, you know, inspired by freaking Dark Souls and isn't, you know, plagued with microtransactions or made by people who, 
should have no reason or right going anywhere near this. Uh, like, <sighs> Star Wars has been around for a long fucking time, and it will continue to be around for a long fucking time. I. It's an Empire Strikes Back poster that I got that, that that I that I got framed and well I got given to me as like a, a a birthday present when I was a teenager by a French exchange family when I was staying in goddamn France like you know and then I later got it framed like that's been in my life forever like I just I think that it's such a shame that and you got you're both right. Yeah. I have a Star Wars phone call. <laughs> yes, exactly. But but you're but you're both right. Unfortunately, boycotts don't do it because it's too late at this point. It's that again that they'll have seen that like Detroit Become Human was a successful game. Oh, it's a game about robots. Sure. Let's let's get these people to make a Star War. Please just I I want I want to play Star Wars games. I would love to fucking play Star Wars games. I'd love to stream Star Wars games and talk about Star Wars dreams without wanting to be fucking sad about it. Like it's just it's such yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, I hadn't it, thought it, about it, your point about hey, he is a terrible company and they don't have Star Wars any like like exclusive Star Wars anymore and then they've given it to other terrible companies. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, like, like the like, and and again, and it's just as we're saying with this one, the amount of people who were like, you know, yay, Star Wars Eclipse coming from Quantic Dream, yeah, you know, when there's not been an official like, you know, announcement of what the Ubisoft massive entertainment, um, you know, Star Wars game is going to really be, apart from like an open world Star Wars game. But it's like, I don't want to go anywhere near it when they, they literally like you look up the the chief exec or whoever he is of fucking massive entertainment and he's embroiled in the scandal at Ubisoft. People don't want him there. He shouldn't be there, but he is. He's still he's still still the head of this fucking studio. It's like, no, I'm not going to play this game until I know that it is not tainted by by any one person who doesn't care about the people actually making the game pure and simple it's not about that the companies are anything like that what it is is that boycotts don't work because mm. it's the, star wars is one of those brands just like i call out when it came to those three games who were top of the table when it came to best-selling games this one for november is the Star Wars is is name itself brings people's gives get, get, that people's attention gets to it. Like the casuals go, "What? Wait, a new Star Wars? I didn't know a new Star Wars was coming or anything like that." Because they don't pay attention to that, and that's what I'm saying when it comes by custom yep. because the the casuals uh, will not know about this this thing. And no offense, it's not the casuals' fault. That's not about that. They don't know about this. It's the industry in itself, the journalism and all like that, who aren't shouting from the rooftops screaming, this is a company you should not be supporting or anything like that. And 
until that start properly happen, which will not start properly happen. Like, yeah, shout out to like Star Wars Explained. They have like I think a million subscribers. They're like a big ass Star Wars site who will do amazing content when it comes to Star Wars. But at the same time, like that that content creators don't have people I think forget sometimes they think content creators have the greatest power of all. They don't have much power at all. They have zero is it, power it, 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 it's, 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 especially since the moment that if they choose to do so star wars explained makes a video explaining why they won't be talking about quantic dream and the star wars game that's coming out the well, algorithm is probably not going to be kind to it yeah, yeah, like because it's in roblox yeah yeah exactly exactly and it's just the you know i i yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just tired. You know, I'm just, I'm just. It can't be just us. It can't be just Star Wars explained. It needs to be a collective, Everyone. collective tag team to do this, and that's never going to happen. And, and 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 it's not. And, and and unfortunately, again, it's all too too little, too late. Because I'm unfortunately, unless we all manage to guarantee that. When Star Wars Eclipse comes out, it's not. It's gonna sell zero. That's the only message they're gonna get at that point, right? And it's like actually, they we we just want to see these changes happen before. It's like you know what? If 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 you could guarantee that there was no toxic workplace culture at Quantic Dream and David Cage was nowhere to be fucking seen, yeah, I'd get I'd give Star Wars Eclipse a go. Of course, I, I would. Yeah, you know, I, I I give it a go. I've never played a Quantum Dream game before. Maybe I don't know if they're for me or not. That doesn't matter. It's like actually, there's good people at these studios. There's yeah. great people at Ubisoft. There's that's great why we people. Care. Like, yeah, that's why we care. It's just like unfortunately, you know, it's 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 all these why? these fuckers who rise at the top and wield their power in horrible ways. If the the reason we we're not going to engage with this yeah like if activision and blizzard and ubisoft and quantic dream were like just toxic full of toxic people all the way down we wouldn't be talking about it like yeah. we care because there are a lot of great people who work at these companies and we want them to be able to work without fearing abuse harassment and everything else that we've talked about throughout 2021 but like that's what you said there really was it's going to take all of us you're right it is going to take all of us and that's kind of been my point to with it putting this new story in mm. today and with the things i've said and you've said right there by my side throughout the entire year which is just like but the problem is that nobody's talking about it. like not nobody very few people are talking about it like I was watching the Game Awards live, live. <laughs> I saw Twitter's reaction to Star Wars Eclipse. Like, you can't hide from it. Like, I was watching everybody, all of these content creators with huge platforms that could potentially, if they all spoke out about this at some point, actually say something about it, choose not to. It's like the thing we talked about when we talked about PlayStation being sued for gender discrimination a few weeks ago. I mean, nobody talked about it. Nobody fucking talked about it. Joe's got a puzzled look on his face. I don't even think he heard about it. Like, no, no, no. Uh, uh, no. My my thing is that if me, I am my profile picture is me with a fucking purple lightsaber dressed in a goddamn Jedi robe. If I can actually t- flick that switch in my brain and be like, 
oh my god, new Star Wars game? Oh, it's made by a company that is still headed by a despicable person who should not be there, who doesn't actually represent the values of something that I hold dear and I identify with. Yeah. You know, the kind the kind of the kind of person who I I I you know, I don't know. I I'm not even going to fucking speculate, but it's like, you know, the kind of person who potentially was in those YouTube comments when the Force Awakens teaser came out and was like, "Uh, uh Black Stormtrooper." You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, no, no, no. It's just, it's just like, no, that's not what this is about. Yeah. And like, and it's like, if I if I can look past this, and you know, I might not play a new Star Wars game for the next few years. You know what? I'll probably give Jedi Fallen Order two a go. You know, like, but that's yeah. it. Yeah, like it's and if I can, if I can if I can hold off, it's like. You know, if I and, and and actually, if I can, and and unfortunately, because I've had a lot of other stuff going on, I didn't watch the game awards, and I've Good. not been using. It, no, I didn't need to. DNA. But like, <laughs> I, you know, I've 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 I've, I've not been. I I appreciate so much that Amy Moody, you know, you're both using any platform you have to speak out against this this shit like it's just like it is shit and it sucks to talk about it and it brings us all down but it's like you know what i i wish i really really wish that everybody would do that and uh, everybody would just say like yeah yeah i i still love star wars i'm always gonna love star wars but i'm not gonna love when something that i am that i adore is being is being handled by anyone who doesn't, who who who, sh- who shouldn't who, who shouldn't who shouldn't be allowed to who shouldn't be allowed to have it who shouldn't it shouldn't be allowed basically pretty much. So yeah, yeah just to bring it home for this, and yep. then we'll move on to yeah, the final yeah, yeah. segment yeah. of the podcast. It's not about yeah. whether you play the game or not. It's about how you talk about the game, right? You can yep. be excited for Star Wars Eclipse while also mentioning all of this. And that's where I'm. That's where I. I Porque no les dos. Porque no les dos. Why don't we have both? Right. Why not both? Why not both? That's, I think, the ultimate thing is that, like, me and Amy, like, we talk about all this shit, and it's like, I think we would be a lot more happier if the industry talked about it. This needs to be an industry conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be an ongoing conversation. We're a podcast. with very small views and like if we're the only ones really talking about it the biggest person i know who speaks about it is jim stephanie sterling yes they can only do so much yeah 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 and 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 if james stephanie sterling with you know i can't recall off the top of my head actually let's just let's just let's just go in on it very briefly um they have uh, Under a million subscribers, they've lost a lot of subscribers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but like, about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Yeah, correctly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, at the at the moment, eight hundred and fifty k subscribers, which is probably more than we will cumulatively ever see, right? Undoubtedly, because yeah. they've been. Oh, we. Yeah. they've been around. For, You're going to pop off yeah, at man. some point, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter about that. Seriously, when they've been around for as long as they have, and unfortunately, you know, they're blacklisted. They're ignored. They're you know, 
I, yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy to keep these conversations going, but that doesn't just because doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Yeah, sometimes we have to we make have, the choice. Sometimes we have to have the grown-up conversations. Yep, and I think they should continue to be had by everyone who has the platform to have them. Couldn't be in more agreement with you, Amy. Definitely. Let's move on. Yes. To games out this week. There aren't any. It's Christmas. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Moody. <laughs> Why are you apologizing to me? Your podcast is over. <laughs> let's let's game. Let's move on you. from that. To open critic head to head. This is the game myself, Moody, and whoever else is present players every week, where we try to guess the open critic average of one upcoming game. Whoever guesses closest to the score gets a point. If you manage to guess the score correctly, you get two points. Last week, Moody and I were tied, twenty three to twenty three, with one game left. It was like the Formula One championship. And at least it's ended. Controversial. <laughs> at least it's ended better than the Formula One World Championship. Amy, I would yes. like the safety car to come out. I would like uh, <laughs> the cars in front of you, between you and me, to go ahead, go past you, so it's a one-way fight between me and you on the final lap. Oh yeah, but I, but like my Please. tires are like forty laps old, Moody. I don't know. If I that's don't really care about that. Fight. I like, want. I'm using my fresh. I feel tires. like I feel like that's just that's just gonna let you win automatically. Like, well, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still salty. It's been a week and I hate it so much. Uh, but anyway, yes, we were tied 23 to 23. And last week we tried to guess the open critic average of the gunk. Moody, uh, Moody you guessed it would get a 76. Avril, who was here at the time, guessed it would get an 89. And I guessed it would get a 69 because I thought, hey, fuck it. Nice. Why take this seriously now? I haven't taken it seriously all year. Why bother starting in the last week? At the time of recording, the gunk has an open critic average of 72, which means that Amy gets the point. The current scores and final scores for 2021, Amy 24, Moody 23, everybody else who's been on the podcast 18, and two draws, which means that Amy is the 2021 champion. What? With by a hair, by a hair, by a hair, but I'll take it. We've swapped Single championships. <laughs> and you seventy five. If we said seventy five, we would have won by champions' advantage. <laughs> by nah. we, we swapped nah. championships. <gasps> I see. It, bl- I see. it softens the blow somewhat that the game I, I, I was taken seriously, I lost. But the game, I, at least the game I wasn't taken seriously, I won. So all right, I, I don't, and I don't know the breakdown based on this, but. Did I at least? Did I get kind of close to the Pokemon? You got yeah. Pokemon completely correct. You got on two points for that on the dot. Wait, was I exactly yeah, right? You're exactly right. right. Yeah. I can't out. even remember what I scored it. Seventy something. Yeah. Seventy. You said seventy eight, man. You got it completely correct. I haven't even played that fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not purchasing. I'm not going to be honest. I, I haven't played two thirds of a game that I guess. <laughs> I'm well, I'm well happy without that. If anyone doubts my Nintendo credibility, I don't even need just to play the game to guess this, the overcritic. Just this be like, moment, look at podcast. it, look at it. I know my Nintendo. Me and Moody have played this game more or less every week for two years, <laughs> and Joe Medfoss guessed the Pokemon open critic average correctly. Point them at one that. and done, one and done. That's one that's a done. hole in one on Mario Golf Super Rush, baby. 
That's it. That's it. That's 2021. We did it. That's a wrap. Congratulations. It's been a year. Oh, it's been a year. It's been one hell of a fucking year. Like, on a personal level, some really great things have happened to me and some really terrible things have happened. From... From this podcast perspective, this year has been fucking trash fire. Um, hey, hey, you're still doing the things though, and to still be doing anything this far into the ongoing global pandemonium panorama, whatever you want to call it, I just want to take a moment to seriously, like, honestly, anything. A weekly video game news show, you know, it just you do you're doing the most. It's fantastic. I texted Amy this morning and she said, "How are you doing?" And I said, "I've got the last podcast of the year like to go." And I said, "I'm really excited because Joe's going to be there um, for it." And you know, I really liked the last time you were on, but it feels like I'm crawling towards the finish line across broken glass. Like that was the metaphor I, know, I used. <laughs> I know, no, no, I, I know, I know that feeling, and I think that something that we have all, whether you record video game content or stream or make videos or whatever, I, I'm, I'm kind of right there. Like I've, I, I heard news of like two bands which I saw in the past month live in music venues both cancelling their future tour dates because of because of fucking covid like either band bandmates or people of the touring party got covid or it was like you know one of the bands all the support acts pulled out because of covid fears or getting covid and it's like uh, and, and and i'm and ever and uh, for anyone listening who's like oh my god you went to fucking concerts it's like vaccine passports were initiated if you didn't have a vaccine passport you had to display a lateral flow you know like pcr test or whatever like everyone was safe you know i made sure i wore oh, my yeah. mask all that sort of stuff you don't responsibility strike me as a not sensible guy exactly yeah responsibility was exercised but it's just like you know here we go again unfortunately um and yeah. and, and and but that means that still doing anything is 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 fantastic so and thank you, and thank you again for having me on for it. Seriously, yeah. it's been great. Before I give it over, Ian, we need to let you wrap up twenty twenty one with some words of yes positivity. I just want to say thank you, Joe, for joining us for this podcast. It was a pleasure to meet you the first time, and it's been a pleasure to continue podcasting you if you, you and, again. And and there'll be a first time where we actually eventually, uh, hopefully, in, after the apocalypse, it, hopefully in twenty twenty two. Colon electric boogaloo. Electric. Um, <laughs> I didn't come up with that one. That's Greg no. Fox, aka Fox of the Future, from my recent Twitch chat. It was like it sounds like the bad sequel to 2020. Um, I yeah yeah I've, I, I've yeah. We're gonna thoughts. do it. Well, uh, and we'll also, if you're listening and you're still here in 2021, going into 2022, I just want to take a moment to raise a glass to you, to Amy, to Daffid, who's gonna. Wind us down with some words of wisdom after Amy said. I just need to do? say one more thing because I want do to it. thank you, Moody, for being here mm. all the way through the year. Because, like, I'm going to say this to to our to our little group of 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 Among Us and phas- Phasmophobia buddies, like to say, like they they got me through this year. 
but like you especially helped get me through this year because you've just been there for me the entire year no matter what so i wanted to to say that to you like while i've got you here while i'm recording it on on a video no malice no sarcasm no 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 shade <laughs> i just you've been there for me the entire year and it's been a rough year for both of us and i appreciate you for that and i love you for that thank you i'm so so <laughs> yeah no. fucking bastard i hate you no, so much it, it, you uh <laughs> You are, I think it's fair to say, you're one of my best friends. You're one of my closest people I know. Um, you will, you part from my partner and my uh, family. You know more about me and what's happened to this year and what I've gone through. And you've held me up just like everyone else is. So I thank you for that. And I love you for that as well. So. All right. Liam. I'm now going to, I'm now going to say the positive thing. To let's get do, out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's do do the hit it one last time in 2021. The sun just touched the morning. The morning's happy thing. Suppose 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 that he had come to dwell and life would be all spring. Have a merry Christmas, everybody, and have a happy new year. Let's kick 2022's ass in a good way. Yes, and and I'm gonna just take a brief moment to. Um, take i don't know if you know john green of the vlog brothers you know fought in our stars author um uh he uh did a thing um from a friend of his um and and this was actually sung in the trenches of um uh world war one um it's the lines to the tune of old lang syne we're here because we're here because we're here because we're here we're here because we're here because we're here because we're here and it's always brought me comfort in times like these you know just the idea that we're here and we all still are and that's something to be grateful and appreciative for um in in the in these yeah it's 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 fucking hard I get it. but it's hard yeah so, but, but that's a wrap yeah. that's a wrap that's on a wrap. 2021 Yes. We're done. We'll see you next year. Thanks for joining us. January 10th, we'll be back talking about cool video games with cool people. Until then, say Both bye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. May the force be with you. I can finally take these cat ears off. Yes. We'll take them <laughs> off. May the force be with you, too.